Extreme PC UK. Hi, welcome to episode 72 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today on the show we have... Look, look I unmute and he mutes this time round. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was there saying, I'm Greg Gamer 25. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, I double-checked start, all start my again. buttons right, there. I'm like, start again. I was like, I'm definitely not on mute, am I? I'm definitely not on mute. I'm cool to go. You come in on mute. <laughs> Classic. How are you boys? All right? Yeah, yep. not bad. We're good. We're good. Cool, cool. I'm on the new, I'm on the new Blue Yeti X, so I've yeah, got the good mic going now. Yeah, I'm, that's one thing I wanted to check quickly, like before we get into the show. Um, how is microphones for everybody? Is everybody coming in loud and clear? Because you're, you're, you're a bit quiet to me. But I could turn you up on mine. How's it for uh, the viewers out there? Hey, hey, just was to say bleep, bleep, bleeping, bleep. Uh, Cheers for that comic clown. That's straight off with a sub straight away, man. Cheers, dude. I just just did 11 months. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cheers for that as well, Gray. Yeah, you did yours a bit early, Gray, so no one could see it. Yeah, because, you know, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. (laughs) Yeah, I think you need to get a bit closer to your mic, Gray. I think you're a um, a bit echoey. Yeah, it's going to be because I something can't. Don't I seem, do like, for, for anyone that's listening, something don't seem right with Grey today because he's got no headphones on. He just looks yeah, all see, naked. You, you can see more of my grey hair, or less of it, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. So he's greyer gamer. Yeah, he's I'm the only guy we know that's got a exactly. skin out and a full head of hair <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Let's see, if I move the mic any closer, it'll fall right off the desk. So I'll just he, talk he about had, it. He had a toupee stuck to his headphones. Now he hasn't done that anymore. No, 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 it's it's real. What, like one of them little Scottish hats that has the orange air around the back of it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we seem uh, we're coming in loud and clear to everybody in the uh, community that's watching. A lot of people okay. saying it's very weird seeing Grey without no hair. I look much more handsome, Jade. Right? For without hair or without headphones? <laughs> well, I, I could balance it. I could balance it out by growing a beard as big as uh, Jansen's, and that'll just kind of you know. Yeah, do it in time for Christmas. <laughs> exactly, it'll take me like. Nah, he don't like. He don't look like the type of guy that could grow a beard by Christmas. <laughs> oh, I used to, I used to have a beard years ago and chopped it off. Oh, we got to see but, pictures uh, of that. But yeah, the mustache has been there since 16 years old. This mustache has been there. Really? Only shaved. Only shaved it twice since. since 16. They call him the tickler. <laughs> He's never let a female down. My kids don't know what I am without the mustache. I have to sit there and go like this. There, can you imagine me not having one? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's quite funny because for me and my kids, um, like I only have a short beard, but if I fret to, to shave it off, they all get really angry. They're like, no, don't do it. We love it like it is. Yeah, but then my, kid, I, my, my kids do the same thing. If I sit there and go like, well, I can shave it off. And they go, no, what do you want to do that for? Like, okay. Yeah, it's like if I shave mine off, then all of a sudden I get 15 chins. <laughs> but yeah, how you, you been anyway? What have you been doing this week, you lot? Uh, we should talk a little bit about EGX, really. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the main thing we did this week. Yeah, so we had um, one of our computers at EGX on the Asus stand. So big thanks to Asus for that. Um, as yeah, there, there was a few other companies on there as well. There was a, like I'd like to do a shout out to uh, Liquid Call UK. He was on there with us as well. Um, we had a couple of guys from Alpha Call, and there was another company as well, like Mod eighty six or something. Was it? I think they were called. Um, well, on our stand. Yeah, on that on that one booth that had all the like, I think what Asus was trying to do is they was trying to show the diversity of computers that you can build, 
um, were using With their, their parts. Yeah. yeah, and so they said it was really, really good. It come off really well, and it was really good for us. We got like I don't know if anyone in the community saw it. We actually had our um, kryptonite build, which we built a couple of days before. I don't actually have any pictures of kryptonite right now because it's so close. We literally just brought it back from the show, and it's just sitting behind me. And I can't even do the live cam because Jansen's using my second camera downstairs, and that's how he you're getting his live feed at the moment. But well, by the way, if any if anybody wants to see that what went on, if they go on your your uh, right here and look at the videos, you have the live broadcast that, that we did. Yeah, you're going to have to lean forward, Gray, because your 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 voice is way too quiet. Okay, I'll lean forward. Hold on. Swallow that, Mike Gray. How's that? <laughs> no difference. better. How's he to I'm you, closer Jans? to the mic. Uh, yeah, much closer. Yeah, see, that's where you need to be. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound better when you're closer, but it doesn't sound too bad. I think it's just the volume maybe needs to go up a bit. Can you turn the gain up a little bit for us? Yep, doing that now. How's that? A little better? Sounds the same to me. Are you sure you turn, too... turn up your your volume in your headphones? <laughs> if I go too if I go too far, it's gonna peak. It's already peaking, so I don't want to distort. What's it doing? Peaking out or somewhere? Yeah. Well. On my levels, which I can see on the mic, it's already in, getting close to the red. So, all right. Well, we'll see how it comes out this time around, and then I'll tell you. I, get, if the I have to get up because yeah, I have to get a stand or something for it. But you know what? You sound a lot better when you go close to your mic too. Yeah, but the thing is, mine comes out on podcast pretty well, like this. Even if I go like this, then yeah, obviously it's a million times better. But yeah. like, I've got to sit right close. Um, but to be fair, this Rode mic is classed as one of the best uh, USB mics. You went for the newer mic, didn't you? Yeah, the Blue Yeti X. Which is the, the latest one. See, for me, when I'm listening to you, the ends of your words, I feel like I can't really hear you clearly. So I'm struggling to hear you on it. But Jade says everybody sounds great. All oh, right. But it might just be my end. I've turned my, my volume up a little bit on my headphones. But if I see, turn now, too high... Now, what the thing is, we'll do this one, and then we'll have a listen back, see what everyone sounds like, because maybe to the public, like they all sound all right. Yeah, we'll see what yeah, happens. Because I, what you've been saying, you hear, I hear actually on, on you, the same thing what you're saying. So really? there so might be something in the equipment. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's only my end that really matters because that's where the recording's being taken from. So after well, I've, got, I've got a question: Why are we spending so long talking about our microphones? Because we're doing a podcast and people want to yeah. hear about our microphones. No, they don't. They don't want to hear about us talking about whether our microphones work it's, properly it's, or not. It's technical stuff. We like technical stuff. Yeah. I just want you to talk about that my road mic's better than his. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's all I, it's about. I think isn't it? just, you just wanted just to get that. in there that you've got like, the how, new how, road mic. How's this? Can it, better can than I, else's. Should I just hold it? Should I, I just swear, hold from looking at the picture, Gray's just pulled out a microphone <laughs> that you've got from the 40s. You know when you've got that woman singing up on stage <laughs> and it's got like that big gold ball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that he's waving his mic around. <laughs> and then he's going to bang it on the desk. Sorry, people. Yeah, we'll apologise in advance. Putting it down very carefully. But anyway, getting back okay. to what we were talking well, about. It looks yeah, like an electric shaver. <laughs> electric shaver. That's why he's got no beard. He keeps leaning on it. <laughs> he gets too close and you hear. I can, I, can, I can double the shave. <laughs> Man, why are you not talking about that? I'm cracking open a drink. But, um, yeah, so but anyway, getting back to... Um, EGX, I do have to say, EGX, I didn't really get to see a lot of it, but it did look massive. 
there was so much going on there. And to be fair, on the Saturday, because we didn't go there for the four days this time round, we only went there to drop a computer off on the Thursday, put it on Asus's stand, and then there was other people looking after it for us there. And then basically, we was coming back on the Saturday to do the rounds around the show, play the games, like do the whole thing, and then go out on a bit of a pub crawl with a lot of the community and a lot of people that we know in the gaming industry. So it, it always goes a bit off track when we do this. And to be fair, I'm probably the worst one, the instigator of it, because I turn up at the show, we go to play some games, I'm like, hold on, I'm going to grab a quick beer. Go and get a beer, and then it's like, let's play some games. Now let's leave. And yeah. I sort of take <laughs> us all down that route, which I fully accept. But point being, the show did look really good, and I was meant to come back there on the Sunday with my kids um, and we would have done a walk around but I actually had an emergency uh, with my missus she got taken to hospital she's all good now and everything's all fine um, but I couldn't get back to the show so I actually didn't get to look around all the games and play the games and stuff like that whereas you did Jance so what was yeah. your take on it? Well when I went back on the Sunday like, I literally did everything like went to every stand looked at every game and like I was with Jade, and basically, like we went to the um, the indie part, and we pretty much looked at every single game there. Spoke to a few of the devs about new stuff that was coming out, what they were working on. Uh, got a few keys. Any games uh, you really saw? Which because the thing is, you don't normally. I think it's because I weren't there and you was doing a floor round. I think you saw more indie games than you'd normally would look at. Yeah, because normally I'd leave the indie stuff to you because it yeah. doesn't usually interest me. Um, and basically, I was there looking for games for you. And then I kind of got caught up in the whole thing of like actually seeing stuff that looked quite interesting. Yeah. But I, I was more interested in the development of the game rather than the, the actual games that I was looking at. The only game in the indie section that I liked the look of was Streets of Rage 4. Oh, really? um yeah when's that so out? uh i don't know because when i got there there was no devs around to talk to um so the one game you liked there was no one yeah. to talk to <laughs> and there was there was no uh like promotional stuff to pick up no flyers no business cards anything like that so i basically just took a picture of the stand on my phone um like to remind me what what i've been looking at um but yeah that that was it but there, there was some games there that were really interesting in what they were trying to do with the game and stuff. Um, but yeah, like there, the, there was one game you mentioned to me, and I they actually hit me up, and I need to give you a key about it. And it was only a little cheap game, but it's a game that you were talking to me about, and you're going to be testing this. Um, what was it yeah. called? Do you remember? Uh, no, I can't remember the name of the game. Um, I can't even and... check it right now where I am. Yeah, but then this is the game that I will probably talk about on the next podcast. So I don't know if it's worth giving away spoilers now because like, a, a lot of what they're doing is quite interesting. So it's probably best to just leave it till next time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for the rest of the show, though, um, the indie section was actually massive. Like there was so much to see there. Um, and then going to all the AAA games, I didn't bother queuing up for anything. So, seeing uh, Call of Duty, uh, Doom Eternal, uh, things like that, the, the queues were like two hours long. Um, so, I wasn't yeah. that bothered because Call of Duty, I'm going to buy it like this weekend when it comes out. Doom Eternal, I'll be getting that later on when it comes out. 
the only game that I was interested in maybe queuing up for was Avengers. But again, it was a two-hour queue, and I could just walk around the back of the stand and watch other people play it. You could have queued for that, because I actually queued for a beer, and it took me forever whilst you were yeah. waiting for that. Um, it's yeah. quite funny, because Man City in the chat's like, he comes in for two minutes. First thing, he's like, shocking, boys. What is the game called? And we don't even know. So, yeah. Cheers, Man City. Yeah, but Man City, to be fair, Nick brought that game up today when it was meant to be my game for next week. Yeah, I thought I'd just, like, he might want to talk about it, so I brought it up random. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on him. I put it on him, Lee. Yeah. And he weren't prepared. He weren't prepared for it at all. Nah. Never. Hey, Jay, I, have a, I have a question for you. When you yeah, were at the on. show and you saw all these cues, like for Avengers, how many stations did they have actually set up to play it? Uh, well, There's with loads. Avengers, they probably had maybe twenty. So oh, you, really? you queue okay. up for twenty minutes. Uh, you queue up for two hours. You get in there. You get to play the game for twenty-five minutes, and then you got to leave. So they had about twenty PlayStation set up, and then they had a few PCs as well. Um, so yeah, it's you, you get a decent amount of gameplay on it, but the queue is just way too long. Yeah. So you were 20 machines, it was still two hours long. Wow. Yeah. Comic just brought up in the chat about a game called uh, 10 Miles to Safety. Boom, 10 Miles to Safety there, look. And basically, that's another game that we picked up at the show we're going to be talking about. And it's basically, I won't go into it today because we need to review it. So basically, it's a game where it's top down and you start off, there's a zombie apocalypse and you need to get 10 miles to safety. And me and Gray have been playing it. But we will play it more and get some like right in depth with it, and then we'll be talking about that next week as well, because that's a good little game, isn't it, Gray? Um, yeah, yeah, it is actually. It just takes you fifty years to get used to the buttons and controls. Yeah. I was getting it though. We're seeing a pattern emerge here. <laughs> well, it, it, I was thought the controller might work, but actually the the keyboard actually worked better. I was going back to the old way I do it, WASD, because normally I program keys differently. But yeah. uh, once. Once I got the hang of it, it was fun. I yeah, it. I think it's a bit tricky because it's one of these games where you can move forward, backward, left or right, looking down. So you can move right. like this all over the all over the place. But it's where your it's a bit like Terraria. It's wherever your mouse is is where that guy will aim. So if you're running from left to right, but your mouse is on the right, he'll run forward. If you put your mouse behind him, he'll start running backwards. So you're still moving that direction, but you're aiming the other way. See, now you're used to the games like Terraria more than I am, but I found it to be a lot easier to, to operate than Terraria. For me, for me. But I quite like games like that where it's that kind of top-down view and you use uh, the keyboard to move around, but you use the mouse to shoot, and then right. they work independently. So yeah. a bit like how Gauntlet is. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. And yeah. um, I don't think Gray's played a game like that, so when he got on it, He's like, man, I'm running to the left, but my guy, he's going, he's shooting all different directions. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, you've got to get used to having your character up, down, left and right around the screen. But then you're focusing more on where your cursor is shooting at. Yeah. Because it can so shoot you, all over the place. So you're moving your guy just to keep him safe, but then you'll concentrate more on where you're shooting because you're shooting at the bad guys kind of thing. Yeah, comics like Twin Stick Shooter. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Is that a real thing? Twin yeah. stick. Is it really? Yeah. Never so heard that play, before. If you were playing on PlayStation, you'd use one stick to move, and you use the other stick to shoot. Yeah. I never right. had a real term, right. though. He's right, because I used the controller at first to see whether I could do better with the controller, 
And I actually did worse because I didn't like having to use two different sticks. It was, be- it was no, easier it's never good when you've got to play with two sticks. Yeah. Yeah, but but if you had two sticks, it's always better. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were yeah. talking about that next week. If anyone is up for playing it with us, it's a multiplayer game. Um, I think the game it only got released uh, a couple of days ago. But if anyone's up for getting ten miles to safety and they want to just get into a game and, and check it out with us, and we'll be talking about it next week. What gameplay? What happens? Um, feel free to buy the game and then come on, uh, give us a text and we'll play the game with you because we'll be playing it for probably Tuesday gaming night this week. Um, it should be cool. Uh, well, so what... are we done talking about EGX then? Because well, I, I was halfway you... through explaining what was going on. Then you cut me off and started talking about a game. Oh, sorry, boss, carry on. <laughs> but that's I'm what done. EGX is, it's games. Yeah. You can tell Jansen's back, in it. He keeps telling me off. <laughs> Jansen's trying to keep us on task. <laughs> go on go for it um, yeah no I pretty much was done the only extra bit there was was the merch section and that was actually quite big as well I, when I, go to... I missed all of that yeah I, I didn't buy anything but um, Jade was going to get a t-shirt uh, but they didn't have it in her size but um, like they, they, I do like looking at my merch like when I go to places like that I'm always out looking for like quirky stuff but, I don't know, it, there was a lot there, but then didn't really find anything that I wanted. You, you sort of find, like, you go to one show, and it's all the same stuff as the next show. Yeah. There's always stuff you want to find and look for. But do you know what? I'll be honest, for me, it's not so much what you can buy. It's the items that are rare. Like, big thanks to Asus. They were giving out these bags, and I don't know if you... Did you, you lot got one. You got one, didn't you? So, yeah. Asus were giving out these bags, and for people on the podcast, you won't be able to see this... But actually, they've given out these. Um, you can't see it because my green screen is actually messing it up. What if I put it in front of this? Put it in front of your face. Why is it? There why is go. it? It's not green. Why is it disappearing? But either way, it's, I see it. I see it's it. a little Asus ducky, and it's got a computer like a rubber duck, and it squeaks. That's probably just killed everyone's ears. <laughs> but it's things like that is what I like to collect. I like to collect rare items, you know, that that you get through working with people or, or doing something and then you get given it, you know. And they were giving them out. They had a limited amount every day to give out. And for me, they're, they're me more than buying, like, say, a Predator statue or whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, things like that, like with uh, Asus, they put out a tweet saying... The first hundred people that come to the stand and get a bag will have one of those ducks in it. Mm. But then they they had millions of bags they're giving away, but only the first one hundred had the ducks. So oh, right. it is quite an exclusive thing because you can't go anywhere and buy one. Yeah. You have to have got one from them. It's like this this little item. So this is like this uh, uh, little bricks. It's like Lego bricks. And because me and Jans work with Asus so much, they get these kind of things in all the time. And they just turn up at my door like random little parcels, which I love, man. I love that idea of that. Yeah. I haven't yeah, made my one yet. Yeah, I'm going to give you one away. Who wants me to give Jansen's one away to the community? No, you can't because I <laughs> took it because I was scared that you were going to give it away. Oh, you were yeah. moaning at me that I wasn't building it, so I, I snuck it out. Did you really? Yeah. Man, <laughs> I would have given it away to someone. Right, should we get into the news anyway? Because like we've rabbited on... Uh, 
I don't know. The start of the podcast seems to be getting worse every month or every week. Sorry. <laughs> like I'm muted. You're muted. Next week, Gray will have a heart attack. Yeah, then then we yeah. messed up the, the <laughs> intros. But the thing is, we didn't even go back and do the intros again. We just carried on. Yeah, well, this <laughs> seems quite funny, doesn't it? But right, let's get into the news anyway. Um, first bit of news I wanted to talk about. And what we have to say, sorry for last week we weren't here. Uh, a lot of stuff was coming up with EGX, so we didn't really have the time to be able to get the podcast done. So some of the news might be from last week that's followed over, but it's still stuff that's really worth talking about. Um, and my news is... Corsair have just released the first ever out of the box 5,000 megahertz Vengeance DDR4 RAM kits. Now, Dance, you've got like um, you've got the Corsair uh, Dominator Platinum, haven't you? Yeah. And you've the got the rare edition, edition which yeah. goes up to 4,200 at a high overclock. Yeah. But 5,000 out of the box. Yeah. That is oh. crazy. What's the price? What's the price? All right. So, uh, thing is. Um, the, it's the first commercial kit available ever at that speed, and uh, at that that speed, it's one thousand two hundred and twenty-five dollars for sixteen gig. Oh. Yeah, I won't be buying that anytime soon. Nah, has it got <laughs> RGB on it? I sure it's got to have some RGB for that price in it. <laughs> for that, yeah, you plug it in that. and you turn into RGB for that price. But I, I can imagine it's one of those things where it's a bit more kind of enterprise, so they don't have anything fancy on it. And you, you're like, yeah, this is going to be well good. Then you see it, and it's really plain looking. Well, it ain't going like, to be plain. It's going to be like a chunk of copper, ain't it? Because it's going to have like yeah. heat sinks like this on it. Yeah, but I can imagine it just not looking very nice because they're expecting it to be in some like supercomputer that's hidden away. It's oh, not really for a gamer who's um, going to have, like, RGB. I can't remember oh. the picture, because I think it was in a news bulletin and I saw it. But I think Corsair Vengeance, all of them are the same. They're just, they're just black. Um, and I think some of them have lights on the top. Cause yeah, Corsair cause, yeah. Ve- it's all the new stuff that they brought out. Is It's like the Dominator, uh, original Dominator, but just kind of a bit more streamlined, but yeah. with a RGB bar in the top. Yeah, see, that's what annoys me about yours. I know yours is a little bit old now, but it's still very rare and it's still very fast. It's like, it's just got a white light bar on the top. And it's like, yeah. man, it's just white. That Yeah, that bothers me as well, is that um, I like the whole thing because the whole thing is chrome. So it looks nice and it goes with everything. But then the light in it is white. So if you set all your lights to red, then you've got this white RAM. It does really stand out. And yeah. It, but the thing is, it's like that was way before they even started doing RGB. It weren't way before that. It was only about a month difference. No, it weren't a month. Mm-hmm. No, it was about a year. So how old's your RAM then? Yeah, my RAM's probably about two years old. Oh, man. But yeah, like for this, if it came out and it was sort of that price, and it was like 32 gig, you could sort of see the pricing about it, but... For 5,000 megahertz, 1,200. What's that in pounds? Is that like 900 quid, roughly? I'm rubbish at conversions of money. I just guess it. Gray, yeah. you're, you, you might know. Yeah, I know. No, I don't know, but it's it's going to be it's gonna be expensive either way. Yeah, it's probably about a grand. Yeah, I was going to say a grand. Probably makes sense. To be but, fair, I mean, so expensive. if I was doing a brand new crazy build and it had, like, the latest card after the 2080 Ti and then it had, like, the latest, because um, there's new chips coming out from Microsoft now, isn't there? 
um, from Microsoft, from Intel, you've got the um, the the tenth gen coming out soon. Is so it called like Ice Lake or something? Something like, like that. I, I Ice really, Lake. I've read about it, but I haven't really took a lot of notice yet until I get a bit more info. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there's going to be massive price drops as well to keep up now to backtrack with AMD. But yeah. if you was building a computer like that, then like that would be something to consider putting in there. Just to say, yeah, look, that thing's fast. Yeah, but at those prices, you're talking like dream machine prices. You can, yeah, you can that's, imagine that's the price of someone's whole build, including yeah. monitor, yeah, like, exactly. keyboard, mouse, everything. But could you imagine you put like the water cooler on there for the RAM, and as the water's going through it, you see it boiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but imagine it's like you put that into your computer, and then you buy a game. And then it says you got you haven't got enough RAM because you've only got 16 gig. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, I need to get two more. It's <laughs> like another grand. So yes, yeah. So you back, imagine like some kid, another... mom, I need more RAM. How much is it? Grand. Another thousand. <laughs> How much is the rest of your computer? Five hundred quid. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like when someone buys a car. Car's worth two hundred quid, and they got a five grand stereo in it. Well, do you know what? When I was <laughs> exactly. younger, I had a Renault Five Turbo. Yeah. And the Renault 5 Turbo was worth, I think it was only worth about a grand. And I put like a four grand engine in it. <laughs> yeah, used to but, fly. But the same, like my first car was a uh, Vauxhall Nova. And the car was older than I was at the time. And I bought <laughs> it for 350 quid. And then I went to America. And then well, in it, I was there, never made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, right across the water. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I went on holiday to America. Whilst I was there, I went uh, to this place and bought loads of like stereo equipment and I spent um about two and a half grand on it and I really? put it all into this car that was worth three hundred and fifty quid. But the thing is that stereo like would thump but then the car would rattle like a tin yeah, can. Yeah, but to be fair, if it's a, if it's a two grand stereo you've put in there, like you could take that out and put it into your next car, so it's not that much of a big deal. Yeah, true. I put all that money into my car and then crash it and then a week later. Yeah, but then that's nothing new for you. It's like, <laughs> you, you put you in a Robin Reliant and you crash it. Robin Reliant. I would, I'd put bars and bars over it. I'd roll it back onto the wheels. <laughs> but yeah, Corsair releasing the first 5,000 megahertz Vengeance DDR4 RAM. I thought that was a good bit of news because it's showing progression. So when do you think the price will come down in that? About a year or two? <laughs> I don't know, but it's, but it's because it it's might the first be one. one. Of those, it might be one of those things where they're just showing you what they're capable of. It's a little bit like that we're going to put this out there and hardly anyone's going to buy it, but it's just to show you how good we actually are. So when people are putting out RAM, that's like 3,500, 4,000, and people are like, wow, look, that's really up there. They come along and put 5,000 out of the box just to say, look, like we're the ones that make the RAM. Like We're <laughs> yeah. the big boys. But like it's like, probably like Samsung or sorry, no, the RAM sticks, ain't it? It's what? Damsung? <laughs> dim sum. No, it's probably like Samsung. <laughs> yeah, it probably dim is. <laughs> and then they've just put their finger on it. But no, I think I think that it's a good thing. Like it's gonna be expensive the first one, but now it's gonna be like, Oh yeah, but can you keep up with the five grand from Corsair? So it's gonna make more people bring that out, price will come down. Because I did hear that all SSDs have now peaked. SSDs and RAM price of going lower and lower and lower has peaked. Now it's all going to start getting more expensive again. 
Yeah, the SSDs. One one gig one gigs have come down to like uh oh was I bought mine for eighty nine dollars on sale. Yeah, but now they're gonna start going up again. Why? Yeah, because I'm looking to get an SSD so that I can download uh, Call of Duty this weekend. And like I said to Nick, look, I want to spend about hundred quid. Um, so we had a look, and it's like um, hundred quid SSD uh, was a terabyte, but then hundred quid M.2 was a terabyte. Yeah, but the speeds are, are massively different. One's five hundred, yeah. one's three thousand yeah. five hundred. Yeah, exactly. But it's like the price difference was like minimal. It was like the difference of like five ten pound. Yeah. I think one was 120 and one was 15 or something like that. Yeah. But, and I'm saying to Jance, look, just go for the M.2 because the speed is dramatic, like, compared. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know, I play games on, on my M2 and I play games as well as on my other S- Samsung S- SSDs. To be honest with you, yeah, one's faster than the other, but you don't really notice it. You really don't. Yeah, but that, that's Of course the you do that's at that speed from 500 to 3,500 you do. Yeah, but I think when you're playing games, like when you're loading up games and stuff, I don't think it makes a huge difference. That's why a lot of people will say, I'll just buy a mechanical hard drive for my Steam library because, no. like, loading games. Don't agree. Well, I, I I do notice the difference between mechanical and SSD on games, yes. But but for the for the different SSDs I have installed on my computer, I don't see Yeah, yeah, but that's because you've really. got the same type of SSDs. No, I, my my main one I, I have is is my is an M2. The other ones are just regular S. Uh, yeah, well, you didn't uh, do very good research on your M.2 then. Because <laughs> the thing no, is, I mean, I know my I M2 is much faster. I already know that. But have you got and the speed of, of the different it. SSDs you're using? Yeah, I have, I'm not handy with me, but yeah. But, it's, but they're but definitely surely different. one's like 500 and the other one's like 3,000. If you've no, got the, 500 the, and a thousand, then yeah, you're not going to see that much difference, but. Loading times. Say you go to a game like GTA, it's it's gonna cut that a lot. Okay, granted, but you know, aside from loading times, I don't. When you're in actual gameplay, I don't see a lot of difference. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, but that's, that, all that's what I mean. It's like once a game's loaded in, you're not really gonna see much difference because it's loading new content as you're playing, and it loads information into the RAM, and then the RAM is really quick, so. Right. Like yeah, it's only the initial like start up and things like that. Yeah, but I think like on an operating system, you've got things opening and closing, doing stuff all the time, so you want it to be quick. But that's why a lot of people like will say like yeah, when it comes to games, to have my game library on a mechanical hard drive, like you could get a four terabyte hard drive, mechanical hard drive for a hundred pound, or you get a one terabyte SSD for a hundred pound. So you get more speed, but when it comes to games, yeah, I think people are a little bit like, I don't need it to be super fast when it comes to games. Right. I mean, right now I have have my M2, I have two 500 SSDs and a gig SSD. So I'm actually, I have games across all four drives. Yeah. The thing is, like, for me, it's like, even though I'm saying, like, they're, they're all relatively the same kind of thing in the long run, if I've got a hundred pound and I've got an, an M.2 an SSD, I'm going to go for the M.2. Oh sure, because it, it, it's, it's faster. Even though yeah. I'm saying it makes no difference. Well, that's quite I'm funny because gonna... I thought you was going to go for the other one. Then that's what I was going like, nah. 
No, because I'd always go for the one that's like higher performance. But the I'm thing just is, saying, that... when it comes down to it, a lot of people would rather have the storage space over the speed. Yeah. Because they've they've got like ten terabytes of games on Steam, and they want to have at least four terabytes of games at any one time. So they'll right. go for a mechanical hard drive and save a bit of money. Yeah. See, see, for me, my problem is more, and we had a discussion about this. Because Crichton, which is the new green PC, is what he wants to put this hard... Krypton. 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 Krypton? Where did that one come from? You call it Crichton from... Did I call it Crichton? Yeah. I don't even think I said that. I think I said Crichton. I just made up a whole new word, like, randomly. Like, it's the same uh, thing as, it... as, as content and content. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, kryptonite. Kryptonite's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant to kryptonite, say. Yeah, yeah but yeah. anyway, kryptonite, or Crichton-tite. Um, <laughs> the issue we had, we were talking about getting in this SSD, <laughs> and it was like, Jans was like, well, the problem I've got, Nick, is if I want to put SSD this weekend, we've got to take the whole water calling out to get it into the motherboard. Oh Which, no, the M.2. Yeah, for the yeah, M.2. The M, it's behind a heatsink on the motherboard at the bottom behind the GPU. Yeah, so we can't even get it out because we'd have to strip the whole thing down. And we're redoing that PC again in about, I know, two or three months, ain't it? So yeah, he might have to go for the other SSD or other option is finding another way of plugging it in for the time being, letting it run slower and then putting it in full speed after. Yeah, because like you were saying, if there was some kind of um, adapter, yeah. say it was like a, an SSD that you plug your M.2 into so it works like an SSD, and I use that temporarily, like I, I could do that because then that could just plug into the back of the PC. There's no issues. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, when we rebuild it, then it will go in the proper place. Yeah. Well, whilst we're on this conversation as well, downloads, SSDs and stuff like that, uh, a lot of chat in the um, a lot of chat in the chat is being actually spoken about right now about size of games. What's your take on that? Because I actually was told, and I don't know if it's true, so don't hold me to it. And you might tell me something different, chat. You might know something different to what I know. But I was told that they're trying to make these games up to like 150, 200 gigs to stop pirating because people have to leave it so much longer to download. I don't know if no, that's true or not. I don't think that is. A part of it is true, but not for games. It was for films. Because it's so easy to download uh, films, they started putting... Getting 60 bulk. gig bloating bloaty on yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's like you... Because obviously on a DVD, you can have up to something like 120 gig on a DVD. So they were saying that the film on a DVD might be 40 gigs. But yeah. what they're going to do, they're going to make it 100 gigs so when people rip it and put it on the internet, it's going to take them so long to download it, it's going to put them off downloading it. Yeah. Or they're going to go for the really like crap, like downsized ones that um, when you get like a 100 gig uh, film and you like condense it down to like a 2 gig film, quality is going to be so bad, people aren't going to enjoy it. And it was meant to put people off pirating. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the same with games. I would have thought that it's probably down to the actual content in the game. Well, how about you two? If, if you was pirates, aha, would you just wait longer? Because it, it's, it's like uh, uh, Red Vegas saying in the chat right now about today's internet speeds are getting faster and faster. So again, if you're one of the guys that's got the fast internet, it don't make a difference to you. You're just going to do it quicker. 
Yeah, and yeah, the I thing is, it's, it's the the amount of content that you're getting as well. If you're someone who pirates films, you're probably pirating 20 films a week or something, and they're all 100 gig. How would you're you know this, Jantz? I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm so... just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's basically... You've got it... the computers in the back running all the yeah, time. Yeah, look at all the computers. Yeah. There's loads of them all stacked. <laughs> With these little red lights flashing everywhere. <laughs> Um, that's why I'm in a t-shirt because it's so hot in here yeah Um, no but if if you if you're downloading say 20 films a week and they're all 100 gig each then you're going to run out of space pretty quick so you're going to have to download a film watch it delete it download the next one watch it delete it but with games you're going to download a game you'll probably play it for the next couple of months before you get rid of it so for you to download it even if it took you three four days you just leave your computer running for four days and then you've got the fit you've got the game and then you're not that bored. It doesn't matter if it's 200 gig. Yeah. It's like once you've got the game, you've got it until you're done playing with it. I always remember on the news when I was younger, I don't know how old I was, but I always remember a uh, news report at like six o'clock, a guy came on and they was talking to him. He'd just come out of prison for copy for like copying pirated DVDs. And he, and he was telling his story of how he went to prison for like six months because he was making DVDs. And what he was doing, he's getting one pirate himself, and then in his house, he invested in like um, DVD copiers, and he yeah. had stacks of them. Like they were all yeah. over his wall, whole wall full of them. And he was yeah. like making two hundred copies at once, and then selling them and for the... a fiver each. But he, yeah, but... gone. The thing is, like, um, isn't it the original uh, series of Top Boy? There's like a, a Chinese family that are doing it. And then when the when the boy goes to his mate's flat, he, he's walking through the flat, and they, there's a door that's open. And as they walk past, he peeks in, and there's these uh, DVD copiers, but these industrial ones where they're like proper whole, tall towers, and yeah. they've probably got about 50 uh, DVD drives in each one, but they've got about 20 of them in this room. And as yeah. he walks past, he looks in, and they're all going, and then the guy like closes the door. Yeah, but, but that's what this guy done. Yeah. And basically, he went to prison for six months, and he was like, look, I could go to prison for three years, and I would have still done it, because I've still walked away with something like two mil in his pocket. And he was <laughs> like, for me, crime does pay. And he just cracked on, like, <laughs> went to prison, come out. It didn't take his money off him. Yeah. But the thing is, though, nowadays... like. The- I'm sure the law is different because yeah, I be. said this to someone where like you could commit the crime, you get Take caught, but then it's like when you come out, you're rich. But then someone was saying to me how the law is that any money that they seize, you have to have proof of where that money came from, yeah. whether it's like receipts or it's uh, paychecks or something you're, like that. You're like, I owe you one house. That won't be happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then the thing is, anything you can't prove, they Takes take away, away. yeah. Man, um, Comic Clan just come up with a good thing. Like uh, he's saying, he wonder. I don't know if you know the answer to this, Chance. You might do, or Gray, you might know. Um, I wonder how much uh, extra size ray tracing takes in the script. Uh, I don't think it takes download. anything, does it? Because ray tracing is a real time. Um, yeah, it's got to be on the disc, though, ain't it? It's got to be extra programming onto that or onto the file or whatever. Uh, no, because they just put. Um... I'm pretty sure they just put uh, the um, what's it the textures. So they'll just say this is a mirror and that's a brick wall, and then you can see the brick wall in the mirror, and then it's the card 
that does the ray tracing so that it wouldn't be any more information on the actual game. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's, they're going to be writing so much code that it's going to blow. Uh, Ryu101 says that the cash would be taken from uh, under the proceeds of Crime Act. <laughs> and then Comic Clown's like, well, he had plenty of time to watch his films inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine that. They're like, look, we're taking the money, but you can keep the DVDs. He's got a million copies of, like... One film. Um, yeah, he's got the Avengers. He's got a million copies of it. He's giving them <laughs> out in prison. Imagine this guy took all this money and he just buried a bunch of holes around his house really deep and just shoved the cash down in there. I'll be out of it. I'll just pull it out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's crack on anyway because I've only done one bit of news. My next bit of news is something that a lot of people were talking about last week and was that Audi have started selling gaming PCs and, like, the PCs ain't that bad for the price, really. Uh, admittedly, but, I could I could do it cheaper and better. Didn't we talk about this before? Because no. way way back when, when we were doing the podcast, before was we in were Australia. streaming it. No. Yeah. No, but I... I, cause I You're talking I about there. Lidl's in Australia. All right, fair enough. Carry on. I was right, isn't it? <laughs> you, you, I remember you just like... This was about a year ago. And yeah. you just come out with, man, someone was shopping in Lidl's in Australia and they, they started selling PCs in there. We had a whole conversation yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I thought, hold on a minute, it didn't we say this already? No. But yeah, no. So this is Audi and they're selling yeah. a gaming PC as a package. What, um, here? But in yeah, here, in all Audis, it's, you can buy it in shop and you can buy it like over the internet as a package. Um, and uh, I did have the advert of it up here. But it's not a bad little PC for what it is. It looks very basic. So it comes in like, you know, the really low-end cases you get. It's like all black. Like um, a 50-quid case, plastic Lower case. than that, 25-quid case. And it's got like yeah, a blue right. strip across the front of it. Yeah. It's like proper basic. But the thing is, it is, it's not a bad little machine if you wanted to get into gaming for the price. So I'll read out the specs here. So it comes with an i5-9400 processor. So it's not a K processor. So it's not open to being highly overclocked or anything but it is a six core processor so it, it's it's up there it's at 2.9 out of the box but it can boost to 4.1 so you've got six cores at 4.1 yeah which you can probably overclock a tiny bit as well but to be fair 4.1 is enough on a six core to play a game and to stream with if you needed to that's better than some of the businesses i see selling low-end gaming pcs that have got like quad core like uh, processors with really low end like parts in um it comes with an rtx 2060 graphics card so you've got enough gra graphics there you've got like uh, uh six gigs of ram in that graphics card as well so that's not bad um it's got a uh an ssd in there of a gig of a, t uh, a terabyte um, one gig SSD. One gig SSD. That, that's where they saved the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it only costs $100. <laughs> so they, they've got a terabyte SSD in it. Um, and it's not an M.2, though. It's just a normal SSD. Uh, 16 gigs of RAM running at 2666, which is doable for gaming as well. That could probably be overclocked a slight bit. Um, it's got a DVD writer in it, which I don't know why that's in there. No one bothers with that crap anymore. Um, yeah. or if they do you get uh, a finger one it's got a hot swap um, hard drive frame in there so you can hot swap your hard drive so if you wanted to get like your kid into um, like esports 
and they would get, get in competitions. They could use that and just take the hard drive to wherever they need to go, which is pretty good. Um, it's got wireless built into it. It's got Bluetooth 5 built into it. Uh, obviously, it's got network, Windows 10, and it's got a three-year warranty with it. Now, that is pretty good for a three-year warranty as well. Yeah, I was surprised they gave yeah. a three-year warranty. I figured it'd be a year, maybe. But uh, how but, much is all of this, though? Because uh, The price of it, I believe, is £995. Okay. You're taken back, and you're like, oh. No, because I'm, I'm saying, like, yeah, it's good that they're selling it, and it's quite a good spec, but it will, it's only a good spec if the price is right. I just had come on down. The price is right in my head. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. It is a good price for what they put in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm going to try and even... see if I can open the link. It might cut the cameras off quickly. Because uh... even if you bought that and then you just bought a different case for it right. and then you just put it in a nicer case, you still got a decent spec PC in a nicer case. Yeah, so I can so... imagine what this is going to look like. So here is what it looks like. Um, I'm, I'm not zoomed in, but it's quite big on the page. So you're going to have to look at it down like that. But like you can see, the case is fugly. I won't say what that means, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, £949 it is. For, £949.99. Um, and they're saying a load of stuff about it. And they give you Gears 5? I'm just getting... Like, I don't know why it's coming up. It's just coming up with loads of adverts and our T-shirts. <laughs> adverts. Um, it doesn't really say a lot about it, to be fair. It just says the specs and got one picture. That Look, is all these selling your T-shirts. Great. Pretty poor. Let me try and go to the view deal page. Oh, there we go. That's a bit better. Um, so, yeah, you can see it there. It says there's 39 people looking at this right now. So maybe they've got a sellout. But this is the sort of thing, up till Christmas, they're going to be on a winner. Because I know you can build that PC probably for five six hundred quid, so they're making a three hundred fifty pound profit on that on each one. And how many parents right now, like where I live, I know a lot of single mums that really want to get their kids into PC gaming because their kids want PCs, and they wouldn't go to someone like me and you, Jance, to build it. They'd just be like second hand eBay, you know. Yeah, we've spoken stories. Go, they'll go to Curry's and they'll look at it and be like. Oh, that's two and a half grand. That's too expensive. Yeah, but even like if it was a computer that was 500 quid, they'd be too expensive. You know, we, me and you have experienced this really, re really uh, recently, but we won't go into details about that. But we've seen that firsthand about like actually buying stuff and, and how much people are willing to pay for it when it's their kids. And for me, obviously, I'm a gaming PC guy like you are. So our kids will always have like crazy PCs. But to any Tom, Dick, and Harry, it's like, yeah, my kid plays Fortnite. And then the kid would be like, I want a new PC. This is the sort of thing you'd get. Yeah. You know, it'd be first look. Oh, we was in yeah. Audi, and we saw one on the top shelf up there. What about that? Guy's going to be like, yeah, I don't know nothing about it. It's a good deal. And that's going to be it. Yeah. But the thing is, when they go and shop around, and they're like, look, my, my son wants a gaming PC for Christmas. The first place they're going to go to is PC World. Then yeah. they're going to have a look. Then they're going to see the prices they in there. Know. They're going to be like, well, that, that's a crazy price. I can't get my 10-year-old kid a computer for like two and a half grand. But then this will come up and they'll be like, man, that's like a third of the price. Like, I can get that. I can afford that. And they probably will go for it. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's funny because <clears throat> they don't show you. It's got no window on it. 
They don't show you what's inside. Now, we know some high-end companies that do pre-builds, and even their inside looks poor. Yeah. Now, what worries me about this is this has been made in pure bulk. So it's bulk mm. load. Of, they've probably done thousands of them. And, yeah, it's got 2060. Yeah, it's got the processor in it. You don't know what motherboard's in there. You don't know what um, uh, cables are in there. You don't know what power supply's in there. And I can guarantee that they're all proper low, low end. You all right that end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like all them extra parts are really low end. Like it doesn't tell you what companies made the power supply and stuff like that. Uh, it just... well, it's, it's all going to be unbranded stuff. It's yeah. going to be like OEM stuff from China and they, they've gone around and they've, they've picked the cheapest of everything to keep the price down and that's why the overall price is cheap. Because if that was full of like asus msi corsair like that thing would be like three times the price not necessarily yeah. i could build that computer with all quality parts for about 600 quid mm. i could price <laughs> it up i could price it up for um next week or so so people can see like buying their own parts oh. compared to buying from a shop how much better it would be because could i be have this conversation uk challenge now yeah, but I have, I have. It's not even a challenge because I have this on a regular basis. People coming up to me saying, "My kid wants a PC. What's the best you can do?" And up until recently, I normally would have gone for a 1050 Ti and like um, a 90. Was it a 9400? I can't. I'm not sure the processor, but it is very, very low end. Or I'd go for a Ryzen three, and that would always make a really good PC as a budget build. And I've built them before for people gaming PCs. For as little as 400, 350. Um, that's without my price on it. But still, it's doable to get a decent gaming PC. But then, you could, like I said to Jance, you can always go second hand. My son's still using a DDR3 PC down here um, with a 4400K in it or something, I think it is. Um, yeah, my, my nephew's using a DDR2 PC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting into it. <laughs> you could pick up one of these for, for him, Jansen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that stands for his mum. But put in chat, <laughs> if anyone in chat uh, would buy this PC from Aldi's, put in there and let us know what you think. Um, <laughs> Comic Clown thought we said from Aldi. Yeah, I know. Like the car yeah, makers, Aldi. I, I bet if Aldi made a PC, it'd be well good. <laughs> right, you said no yeah, RGB strip, I'm out. It'd be, it'd be <laughs> 10 times the price, too, an Aldi machine. Yeah. But the like, name when, alone. like when you get like the Lamborghini laptops and it's like a, it's an MSI laptop which is the same as the other laptops but because it's got a Lamborghini badge on it it's twice the price yeah yep. I would make all that money that. I just would not do it but it's like how you get like Porsche design stuff like that's actually designed by Porsche and some of the stuff is pretty cool yeah but that's like a whole shop though yeah but it's a whole brand yeah it's totally but, separate from the car yeah but then that's why. But it's the same people that design the the cars. They're the same people that design the other stuff. But it's the same. Like if Audi, their design team designed a PC, that would probably be pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of people in chat are saying that they definitely wouldn't buy one of these from Audi. But then again, we're asking a gaming community that knows better. So yeah, maybe I should go to my kid's school and say, anyone buying a computer from Audi, and they'll all be like, yeah. <laughs> I love Audi, man. 
<laughs> yeah, but for people that don't know any better, it is good because you, you've got people that are going out and spending a lot more money for the same thing. Yeah, right. You just put in there, yeah, Audi doesn't really scream out quality gaming products. <laughs> that's classic but yeah let's move on i just thought that was that was quite a funny little a funny little thing just to see that they they've audi have picked up on that market know how big it's getting and thought hold on how can we bring this price down and how can we sell these but it's not a bad computer for the price look it's more people on the pc game i wonder if you see? can spread the cost through them as well because if that's that's a case then it's even more money you know what do you mean like what get it on tick yeah so like financing it so it's a grand and then it's like they just they paid 10 percent on top of it so it's even more money for audi well i don't know if audi does finance do they no i don't know everybody does finance it wouldn't surprise me uh i got one more bit of news which is a bit delayed and a bit out of date uh because it's a week ago but it's still worth talking about it. And friend or foe actually brought a question up about it as well. And that is, what did everybody think? I don't play Fortnite, but what did you lot think about the black hole? And do you even know about the black hole? I didn't care. <laughs> I, I thought it was, the, it was a great uh, stunt that they pulled off. I thought that they, they let it go on a little too long, though, because people really? were freaking out, getting, getting bananas. Yeah, they, was having like 100, um, they broke Twitch. There were so many people watching that black hole that they actually broke Twitch. It went down. But the thing is, for people that don't know what happened, obviously Fortnite, one of the biggest worldwide games being played, a lot of it is a younger market and lots of kids playing Fortnite with the dances and all that. Um, What they decided to do was, at some point, people are playing the game and a meteorite just comes flying in, blows up the world, and then all that happens is you just get a black hole with some like really eerie sort of sounds and a lot of streamers started doing asmr over Fortnite because of the noise in the background did you know that no well there was more there was more to it though than that there's there's a video online uh that shows like the last five minutes of what was happening Mm. and there's like missiles going off and meteors flying around and then slowly everything started getting sucked in you know to the hole and then after the hole had been there for a while a series of numbers started showing up you know, 25, 64, 17, 20. And those numbers coordinated, apparently, to words that were presented somewhere in the game or something. I forget how it was. I was reading Man, the article. that's far too much for me to take. And they, I know. And they started so- associating those numbers with the words, and then they came up with uh, something like, it's coming soon, and night has happened, and all this stuff. I'm not, I'm not quoting it correctly, but, but they figured out by the numbers and what happened on the game. Yeah, they the phrases. What happened there? So, the intro just started playing full blast in my ear roll. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. It is no, Halloween, so maybe some there's some ghosts in the machines here. You can't hear it, but I can, and people listening no. to it back can. So sorry about that, people. That's okay. it, but so, so basically, it was a lot more than just the black hole. They had all these numbers going on and stuff, but people were getting impatient after after a while, and I don't blame them. So I think they kind of let it go a little too long. Uh, you, but it was a great stunt. It was, a, I mean, it got it everything they wanted. To show people what they've got, and people just took it for granted. Like, I'll come home and I'll play Fortnite. Then they took it away from them and said, "This is what your life is like without Fortnite." People are going into <laughs> rehab, and then it comes back, but, and then they're like, "Oh my god, like I, I'm totally addicted. I've got to get the next one. I don't yeah, care." There, there's a lot of different views on this, and this is why it's such a crazy thing. Because for me, for a marketing site like View. 
it's an amazing thing they did. They brought so much hype around that that it was even on like exactly. six o'clock, ten o'clock news. Yeah, that's, that's where that, I heard about it won. on the radio. I was driving around and it came on the radio about the black hole in Fortnite, and I was like, "Oh, what's that all about?" And then it was like the next day that, or later that day that I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's like some kind of thing." But there could but be a black I, hole the, in space opened up near the Earth, and they're like, "There's." Breaking news, there's a black hole opened up near Earth and it's going to suck us in. And everyone's more worried about Fortnite's black hole in the game. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think they've done a really good thing with the marketing team. They knew exactly how to capture everybody. And even people that didn't play that game, like me, I don't care about Fortnite. Even me was watching it. I was watching it on Twitch as well. I was like, when's it going to come on? And it was just like numbers counting up. <clears throat> but I think they've done a really good thing. But I also think that they did it like a little bit like you're saying, Giants. All the people that are addicted uh, are like, man, I want my stuff back. There was conversations about people saying, if I don't get my skins back that I've put all this money into, I'm going to do this, that, the other. There was yeah, literally yeah. an outbreak. But I think as well, another point of it, do you think, and I don't think anyone's thought of this, do you think there could be that they wanted to change the game or update it, but they needed the game to go offline? To be able I to thought change that's it. what it was. So because they took it I... down with a with a facade, like so yeah. people think something's happening, and they've done all their back work, then they put it up again later on. But that's what I thought. As soon as I saw it happen, I thought that's what it was. So like, if they were say changing the game engine or something like that, they can't do it whilst people are playing. Yeah. So rather than putting out, oh, we're having technical difficulties or we're doing maintenance they make a bit of a, a theme of it. So they do this big event and then it brings hype to the game, but as well, all the little minions can work in the background yeah. to get the next version of it out and then it comes back and people are like, wow, that was amazing. Do you reckon when they put it back on, they just played this big tannoy in their uh, dev like office? Everyone's a winner, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, and confetti like, cannons yeah. go off. Yeah, <laughs> so everything's going off and... But, like, um, there was another view on it as well that I was going to say about. Um, oh, I can't think of it. There was another another side of it that I heard about as well, which people were talking about. But I can't think. I, can't, I couldn't get it all out quick enough to say it all in the one sentence. But it, it's obviously, like, a sore subject because a lot of people, even in our chat, are like, it's going mad, like, for people talking about their views on it, what was happening. Like, Ryu, he just said it, it allowed him to crack out a 16-year-old joke about the ring. Uh, like just <laughs> just loads of random stuff about it yeah. what, what was what was more funny is they said how people would just sit there staring at the hole for time on end waiting they for to something first. to happen yeah but yeah. I watched the hole for a little while but <laughs> then I also yeah, saw a little at a time <laughs> some people wasn't a little while they kept their they kept their computers on and kept looking back and looking back and looking back See, for I, I think it's you... a bit like the first big brother isn't it where they put the cameras in the house Everyone goes to bed, and you got those people that sit there all night long watching cameras of people sleeping. Yeah, twenty-four hours. Yeah. I think it's like that. It's like people don't want to miss what's happening. But you could just go to bed, get up in the morning, look at Twitter. Someone else would have recorded it, and then you could yeah. just see it in your own um, time. I thought about <laughs> the other view of what I was talking about, and that was that a lot of people at that point in time there was a lot of hype around um, loot boxes and gaming addiction as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when that went down they'd done it at the pinnacle time of when people were moaning about gaming addiction and kids 
And do you know what? When I first saw it, I thought the game had been taken down. Like, government taking it down. Like, it's too dangerous. Yeah, like, I remember you telling me this. And then I thought, yeah, like, that, that kind of makes sense. Because there's so yeah. much hype around, like, kids being addicted. And then even Fortnite admitting that they did research on how to get kids addicted before they made the game. So, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, mate, imagine that is it. Like, maybe they've been forced to take it down well, and remember, they just did, did it in the big finale. Well, remember last week or the week before, we, we, we I reported it, actually, about that suit in Canada against Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was thinking when that happened, I'm was talking like, about he reported the black hole in the game. <laughs> Hi, I'm Great Gamer 25. There seems to be a black hole in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, I've been sucked into it. Here I go. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it, was, it isn't beyond the realm that if the if the suit was a lot more serious than we thought it was behind the scenes, yeah. that that's why they did the black hole. I mean, oh, it wasn't it, but I mean, it could have been. Could have yeah. been. That would have yeah. been. That would have made. That would have made more news. It would have um, been really. Well, the thing far. is, friend or foe actually sent a question in, and so I'll read that question out because rather than put it at the end of the podcast, I thought we'd just put it here while we're talking about this, um, and we'll, we'll have a little chat about that. And he says, and I've got to try and read it back because someone, someone writing on the notes has been messed around. So uh, he says, with the recent Fortnite panic, which it was a panic, by the hardened <laughs> fans complaining and wanting their money back if it wasn't coming back online, what do you think about the rights of the gamers who've paid hundreds of pounds on skins and guns and gear if and when a major online service decides to go down for good? And that we sort of briefly touched on that, but... Yeah, because yeah, I, I was thinking about this a little while ago, and I was thinking that it, it probably says in the small print somewhere that yeah, they're yeah. allowed to do that. It's a bit like when you sign up to iTunes, and then there's about 20 pages of terms and conditions, and you normally just click accept. But if you actually read that, it's got things in there that say that you will not use your iTunes account uh, in the use of weapons of mass destruction. But why would you use iTunes to set off nuclear bombs? So it's like they're covering every aspect of their company. Dad, it worries me that you've got that beard and that you know that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, out of all the things in the world, you're like, can I listen to iTunes whilst I blow something up? <laughs> uh, is that a swat at the door? Yeah. <laughs> they're breaking it down now. Uh, but yeah, I reckon it's the same in games where they... They have something set up that says, like, when you buy this skin, like, you 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 don't hundred percent own this skin. You're you're basically buying something yeah. that still belongs to us or something like that. So when our company goes down, your skin goes with it. So you once you pay that money over, you're agreeing to that as well. That you're saying that like this skin you can use as long as the company is up and running. But the thing so, is. So uh, that's nothing is, they can do, really, is there? No, they do have that. They have that on all sorts of like streaming platforms and stuff like that, and yeah. uh, like iTunes stuff. But this is like a futuristic thing that we've never come across as a whole, as like humanity. It's you used to buy something, you own it, and then you've got it until it breaks or you throw it away. But now yeah. you've got this whole new thing where you're buying digital things which are nothing. You're buying yeah. nothingness. So yeah. I'll say to my missus, she's like, "The kids want ten pounds to put on their Steam," and I'm like. Uh, to buy some skins in a game that I've, I've don't even never seen before, and I'm like, it's not worth it. They're buying nothing. Makes no difference to the game. Don't tell them. Don't worry about it. And then they end up buying it anyway. But if you think about it, someone like me, say Rocket League, 
I've, I've been in Rocket League. I've paid for like hundreds of keys. I've got loads and loads of gear in there. If all of a sudden they're like, yeah, Rocket League, you can't keep your stuff. We're deleting the game. You can't download it and play it anymore. Done. You would be pissed off. It's like when you get people that have played on like World of Warcraft on servers for years. I don't know about that game exactly, but because I don't play it. But like playing that for years and then them taking it down. Back, say, five, ten years ago, they had that with a game. I can't remember what it was called. It was like one of the first like Call of Duty shooty games. And they take it down. It's like CSGO. But then what do they do? They just leave a couple of servers running or they allow the community to take over them servers. So if that was with Fortnite, you'd expect them to say, like, right, you can download your own server, you can keep your gear, and you can you can play with matey over there, and you can run it from your house. You know, so if we want to play Fortnite yeah. and carry on, me, you, and Gray, we play Fortnite on our private server. That's yeah, what they the should do. Is, yeah, in, say, 20 years' time, Fortnite will be a really old game. So at that point, it then might not be a huge amount of people playing it, but there's still, like, the hardcore fans that play it, and Fortnite have moved on to something else. So they're like, look, this is an old game now. Look, if the public won it, they can have it kind of thing. Yeah, But, but where a... it's right now, if it just shut down today, then it would be huge because it's obviously the biggest game out at the moment and all of a sudden it shuts down overnight. Like, people would kick off. But the problem but... is, some games now aren't shutting down. You're getting games like... Um, like take Seven Days to Die, for instance. That game came out, it was really bad graphics, and people carried on playing it, it was a good game. Then they'd done a graphics overhaul. And then that graphics overhaul, it carries on. It's like the same as Diablo and things like that. They just keep updating it to be up to date. Like Fortnite, at the moment, it's like it is, but say it goes for three years, then they're like, oh, Super HD um, update, bring that in. But the game's growing along with you playing it, and you're continuously growing that game. So it could... Because it's all on the internet, it can just evolve. Yeah. Like, over years. But if they just stop it, the only thing that's going to stop it is a nuclear bomb going off. Otherwise, <laughs> everyone's going to get the ump. Yeah. But it's it's just down to, like, the devs, isn't it? It's what they want to do with their game. If they want to keep it alive, then they could do that. But if they were like, look, it's my game, I don't want anyone to have it, and then they shut it down. Mystic Dude in the chat says, games are like, <laughs> games content are like an X. Once they've gone, you're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Mystic Dude also said earlier in the chat that the EULA states that the players never own what they see on screen, so you basically don't have any rights. So if yeah, that's yeah. the case, they can do whatever the hell they want. You, yeah. you know, you're just you're just buying the skins. You're renting the skins for yeah, the money you're paying. But the thing is, but nothing the... lasts forever as well. And like you got to understand that you might buy something today that's worth nothing tomorrow. And it's the same like you, you buy a car after a few years. They stop making that car. They stop making parts for it. Then you need a new alternator. They don't make the alternator anymore. You've got to go and try and find second-hand yeah. ones. Then you can't find one. Then your car is basically useless because you can't find an alternator for it. And it's the same with games. It's it, As it moves on, it's going to get to that point where like, th- there's not going to be any more content for it. They might shut the game down because... Like, not enough people are playing it. But I think the issue is if it happened today, like being the biggest game in the yeah. world at the moment and it shut down today, that would be next level because someone might have spent a thousand pounds on skins in the last six months and then they shut the game down. That guy would be pissed. Even like, their that's... parents would be like, look, 
my kid stole my credit card and he done me out of £900. Yeah. You can keep that game playing. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay your wages for the next couple of months. You can at least keep it open for two more months. Yeah. But I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's all money, isn't it? If it's making profit, yeah. no one cares. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the thing but yeah. is, like Fortnite, Epic won't want to shut the game down now whilst it's at its peak because it would it would make sense. It would only shut down if they were forced to shut it down. Yeah. And then they'd probably open it as something else. But then as well, it, it makes the it makes the government money. By having it there and people spending their money, it's making the government money. So at the end of the um, day, everyone's a winner. Uh, just jumping oh. off topic quickly, because uh, Jade's just put in chat, which is quite yeah, an interesting thing. Um, she just said, did you guys hear that Shroud, uh, the big streamer, and he is big, has now moved to Mixer as well? So I, you've I had now a got, feeling that was going to happen. I, so you've now you, got Shroud I, and you've got um, Ninja both Ninja. on Mixer. I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, hear I, about Shroud. Yeah, I, I didn't either, but I heard. But I, it doesn't surprise me. They're going to probably move for a third or fourth one too. You watch. Over time, they're going to probably get like the top five if, if they can do it. But who so is that, it that owns Mixer? Is it Microsoft? Yes, they got plenty of money. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like you've got a company with unlimited, unlimited funds. They can get whoever they want. It's like like football teams, isn't it? It's like you've got Real Madrid yeah. where they've got so much money that they will literally buy every single player and then have the best team in the world. And then this is what Microsoft could do because they're never going to run out of money. They could go to each person and say, look, we're going to give you $100 million just to come and stream with us for a year. And it wouldn't put a but dent in They've got to make pocket. a profit back, otherwise it would be pointless. No, it's the, it's the long game, isn't it? It's to get people over. Right. Because does, then... does anyone in chat know how much he, or if he got paid or if he did, how much he got paid to cross over? But the thing is, for me... Being like a small streamer, I actually quite happy about it because the more people that go over to Mixer and then all the little crony people like follow, like all the followers of him will be like, yeah, I'm going to follow him as well. They go over to Mixer and then it just gives us more people on Twitch. I'd like to know how long the contracts are. Like how long is Mix does uh, Ninja have to stay at Mixer? How long does Shroud have to stay at Mixer? You know it's in yeah. the contract. And but you know Twitch it's going to be longer to than back. a year. Yeah, yeah, but not if you're not if you're in a contract, in contract. like that. Right. Yeah, if, but, I, I, I'll bet you they put them in the contract for at least two years. But the thing is, if you were Ninja, and then like uh, Microsoft came along and said, "Look, you come with us indefinitely, and we'll pay you a hundred mil," it'd probably be like fair enough, because at yeah. the end of the day, it's like that's retirement money for him. So yeah, it's sure. like it doesn't matter where he's streaming as long as he's streaming. His fans can watch him. And it doesn't matter like where he is; he's still doing what he does, but with a hundred mil in his bank. Yeah, but it's like okay, with I... Ninja. Did you notice when Ninja moved across, they actually came out and said, "Oh, he's got something like a million subs already, or whatever." But yeah, what they I didn't tell people is you didn't have to pay for your sub when in the first week you could sub for free. Hmm. So everybody subbed. But like, yeah. like now, how many subs has he got now? And would he be willing to move back if they got offered another meal to come back? I'm sure he would. Not if he's under contract. See, for me, with Mixer, I've never really been that into it or seen it or followed it or anything. So I've never even looked at it. Yeah. I looked at it, like, once a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, but but it's, I guess, you it's want like to bet what the... we were saying last week, wasn't it, about how certain companies are the go-to companies. Like yeah. with eBay, you'll always kind of go to eBay, but then there's iBay. But then no one really knows about it, but it does the same thing. It costs less, so you're Never probably getting a better deal. But then you just think, well, I don't, I don't really know it. I don't want to go to it. I'm, I'm, I know eBay. I've used it for like 100 years. I'm going to carry on using it. And I think it's the same with the streaming, isn't it? It's like I, I've not even looked at Mixer because my yeah. go-to is Twitch. Yeah. You want, do you want to bet that they've probably got two or three other people that they're talking to right now signed under NDAs so they can't say yeah. anything? And they'll be going over there in the coming months? It's going to happen. Yeah. They, they might looking, be scheduled. Look, I'm looking for Dr. That, Disrespect to go next. Yeah, it, it could be that they've approached all these people and they're scheduling them to come over gradually. Rather than bringing them all at once, they just see everyone gradually moving from one platform to another. And then the public start thinking, well, hold on, everyone's going to this new place. Maybe I should go and check it out. And then you go yeah. there and you're like, actually, this is all right. And then Nick, you have they, have they uh, sent you anything in the mail, Nick, for you to move over yet? Who me? It is a very cutthroat industry, though. You know, and Nick got a check, and he's not telling Nick me about it. Nick got a check. It's right. If got I got a million check, dollar I wouldn't tell him about it. Wait, how, money how do you it? afford that new mic? You That's it. it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're ready to go anytime now. I know it. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, it, it's always going to be Twitch because it's what I know, and it's what I know. A lot of the streamers that I follow are on. Um. But I don't think there's anything that would pull me over to Mixer. Because, again, as well, you've got to start your whole streaming thing over again from scratch. And I feel like, do you know what? I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like Mixer um, sort of make it sound so much easier to people. you know. And I've had it in the past where I've worked with people and they're like, yeah, I do this and I do that on here. And then I see it and I think, oh, but you could have done that in three weeks. There's no real graft to get to where you've got. Mixer's giving you, like... And there's bots and stuff in chat and things like that. It's like... It makes people feel better than what they actually are, if you know what I mean. Whereas on yeah. Twitch, like me, I've got 15 people like viewing on the Twitch right now. That's a low number, really, in the overall grand scheme of, like, streamers. You know, people are streaming at 500 views, 1,000 views, 100 views. And, like, so we're a small stream. But then, obviously, we got the podcast goes out to thousands every week. So, for us, it's different. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't cross over if someone said, I'll oh, do this. We're going to give you this or that. I'd just be like, well, in the mind of my community, it's, it's not the best thing for me to do. You know what's going to happen? Years from now, you're going to see Mixer keep doing this, bringing people over. And eventually, when Microsoft figures out that they can't be, uh, beat Twitch, they're going to buy them. <laughs> and then you're going to see a merger. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. laugh. It'll, it can happen. Yeah, it could happen. But that's the thing. When you're looking at something like Microsoft, they could do whatever they want. Yeah. They could buy me. <laughs> My missus would sell me in a flash for a fiver. I think she'd sell you fiver. to the next door She'd give me away. She'd, she'd be like, I'll pay you. Take him. Yeah. <laughs> One of uh, our chatters at RD3D Vegas is Mixer is the equivalent to an Aldi PC. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, guy. <laughs> that, that was good red vega man that was good mixer is the equivalent to an audi pc says it all right there on the tin yeah. right let's move on anyway that's enough of Fortnite because none of us even play it i know comic clown's been playing it quite a lot on his own but that's because he's sad cheers comic <laughs> cheers for that sub earlier yeah 
Tell them that now. After you One do... thing that uh, Ryu did put in that um, we didn't think about is that Google owns Twitch. So you won't be seeing Microsoft buy Twitch yeah, because yeah, Google right. will probably buy Microsoft. Yeah, fair point. See, to be fair, I don't actually follow these kind of things. Like, that's more you, Jansen, with businesses owning companies and this and that. Like, I'll be chatting to Jansen about something random, and he'll be like, yeah, but that's owned by such and such, owned by them, and they're going to do that, and they're going to do that deal with them. And I'm like, yeah, lost me ages ago, <laughs> to be fair. But right, let's move on anyway, Jansen, because we're still in the news section, man. Yeah. What's your news, Jansen? Uh, yeah, my news is uh, Steam sales. Uh, their dates have been leaked. Did you hack them? Uh, no. Say that like you could. <laughs> no, <but, laughs> by the way, to make one quick correction, uh, Twitch is owned by Amazon, not Google. Amazon owns Twitch. Oh, yeah. So you've but, given us false information twice when I'm bigging you up saying you know your shit and you don't. No, I, it's, I said Pathetic. it because... I was reading what someone had put in the chat. So we're blaming Ryu for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is Amazon lost money for years and years until it became number one. So Mixer could lose for years. Maybe yeah. they'll be number one. You don't know. Anyway, yeah. back to your Steam sales date. I want to talk about that too. Cause I, yeah. All right. So basically there's a, a Twitter account um, for Steam that someone saw something on there and it was linked to the dates of their sales. And then it was verified by some other source. Um, so that's why it's now come out as news, because everyone's saying that this is pretty much it's legit, even though it's not confirmed by Steam. Um, but yeah, I've got the dates here. So the first Steam sale is the Halloween sale, and that's going to be from the 28th of October to the 1st of November. It's not a uh, very long time, is it? No, nah, but it's just yeah, the it's just the Halloween one, isn't it? So it's probably just a smaller the, the one. The Steam sales are getting really pants, though. I remember... Yeah, yeah, they have been for a while. Because there's so yeah. much competition now. That's why. Yeah, I remember, like, you'd, you'd just be like, yeah, I'll put 50 quid on my Steam account. Bang, you get 20 games. You play them till the next sale on Christmas. Yeah. But that I think it's because it's, it's so popular now uh, buying games on Steam, they yeah. don't have to have really big sales anymore, um, mm. because that was one of the big selling points about getting a PC as well, wasn't it? That yeah, the games, games were really cheap. But the thing is, people still look forward to a Steam sale because you're getting stuff cheaper, whether it's ten percent or two percent, it's cheaper than it was the day before. Yeah. So it's always worth a look. Um, but yeah, so the first one's going to be the Halloween sale. Um, and that's going to be uh, between October 28th to 1st of November. Uh, the next one is the autumn sale or the fall sale for grey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fall. I hate saying that because my accent makes it sound worse. Fall. Yeah, it sounds Falls, like we're yeah. saying F double O L, like the fall. You fall. That's that accent. Yeah. Thing, fall. 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 Ain't getting no plea. Fall. Fall. Say that. Fall. Fall. Um, yeah, but I, I love the meme about autumn, where it says like the the English say autumn because it comes from the Greek word of this and it comes from the Latin of that, and the Americans call it fall because um, the leaves fall down. No, because it it said something. It's the way it said it. It said uh, because in 
in autumn leaf fall right yeah but it, it's the way they, which is, they which worded is true. it that, that's the funny thing is it's true it is yeah. true He's not yeah. impressed, Craig. I can tell by his face. He's just like a bunch of boneheads had to name it fall way back then. No, no, no. Yeah, because leaf fall. So what are the dates for the autumn sale? There, uh... he changed subject. Yeah. He's like, anyway, what's the date, you twat? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't disrespect my nation. Yeah, that's right. We're the best of friends. Go on, dates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the next date, uh, the autumn sale, is uh, cool. that is November the twenty sixth until december the third and then you've got the winter sale which is the 19th of december to the second of january yeah see for me and probably everybody else listening they don't care about any of them apart from the october one they're just like yeah Yeah. let's see what they're You're waiting for the winter sale the winter sale is worth that usually but what i don't understand is they're running the winter sale 16 days after the autumn sale and like yeah. Why didn't they just spread it out a little bit? That seems so stupid. Yeah, I, I know. I thought the same thing when I looked at these dates. I thought they're they're very close together. But one thing as well is that it's nice to know the dates because if you're going to go and buy a game, say you, you're looking at a game that's 40 quid. Don't agree because I know the sales ain't going to be that good. Yeah, but <laughs> if, you're, if, you've got, if you've got a 40 quid to buy a game and then it get you know the date of a sale... You could be like, well, that sale is next week, so yeah. I won't buy it today because if I bought it today, the sale starts. I could have saved myself a fiver, because yeah, the sale might not be huge, but you could still save a little bit of money. Especially like you're saying, CD keys. That's fair enough. If you've got cash in the bank, you might shop around and find it cheaper elsewhere. But if you've got money in your Steam account, or say someone's bought you a gift card, then you're limited to buy from Steam. So. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're going to spend your money, you want to get the most for your money. So if you know when there's a sale, it might pay to actually wait till the sale starts rather than it popping up the day after you've actually bought something full price. The one thing is, like, yeah, I could say go to CD Keys any time in a year and you can get sales, you can get the games cheaper. But the point is, one thing I always stick to my guns on is with Steam, which you can't knock them for, is you can play that game for two hours and then get your money back. So you've got a two-hour demo on every single game. You know, which you can't do that on CD keys. On CD yeah. keys, you have to pay extra money just to insure it in case the game doesn't work. Yeah. The keys like a dodge. But um, yeah, on on uh, Steam, I love the idea. The amount of games I send back, I played them. Some games I'll play them, and I think actually I like it, but I don't think I'm going to get into it right now because I ain't got enough time. I get my money back, and then six weeks later, I buy it again. You yeah. Know? I don't yeah. think I've ever refunded a Steam game before, but then again, I didn't know about the policy. <laughs> because a but long then again, I've never ago. bought one. I, I've never re- uh, returned. No, I got Steam too many games Steam games. I'm, I'm never buying any Steam games. <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah, got too many true. over the years, man. I don't know what I got. 150. Oh, Retro year. Hammer just said it's G2A where you pay the insurance. Yeah, that's fair enough, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like what uh, Jade was saying with the ha- uh, Halloween sale, it is normally orientated around horror games. Yeah. So, like, it's not an all-rounder sale like the other ones are. So, the next sale that's coming up is a Halloween sale, so you might only be getting deals on the horror genre. Yeah, but that makes sense because it's a theme-type sale. But yeah. when you're talking about the autumn sale, it's just another sale that's going to be very much like the winter sale. Mm. You might as well just yeah. wait for the winter. You know, it's time to move on with the sales. Yeah, but it depends on, like, when you've got money as well because 
you might have more money on the sale that's after Christmas because like your nan gave you 20 quid in a card for Christmas. So you're like, oh, I can't buy a game of that. I'll buy it in the January sale. Um, just quickly, Red Vegas yeah. says that he got banned from returning Steam games. Why, dude? What did you do? Because I've, I've returned loads of them. He returned them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a fair use policy. Um, and Comic Clown as well. He says he's ret- returned a few games to Steam, but it takes ages to give the money back. I literally go on there. I put in there saying the game, blah, blah, blah. I get my money back within two hours. I've always had that that way. It's because they like you. Maybe it's because I've bought so many games off of them, or I've unlocked yeah, so many games from them. Maybe it's based on your Steam library, because if you've got like 500 games in your library and you're returning like two or three, then they probably think, well, look, the ratio is you keep more than you send back. But with these guys, they might have 20 games, and then they're returning like two games, and then it looks like a lot. Um. Well, uh. Red Vegas said that it, they told him that it wasn't to be used as a testing platform. Um, really? That's weird. Don't, don't put out two hours for free if you don't want people to test the games and give it back to you. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, And when you do give strange. it back, they give you a list of all the different things. Was it a technical fault? Was the game glitchy? Was the game not fun? Uh, it's all stuff like this. And I'm pretty honest with what I normally do, and it works fine for me. Because maybe it's because I've got a valid reason. You know what? Yeah. Well, what's your reason usually? That that the game's bad. Yeah. You want your money back? No, that he doesn't want to pay the money right now, but he will later. Yeah, I'll come back in two days when I feel like it. <laughs> um, but comic says got, I've got face... I've got a curry coming and I ain't got enough money, so yeah. I've got to return the game to pay the curry. <laughs> so you can eat that day. <laughs> I'll get it back when I've paid my curry off eating it, and then I come back later on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Right. Let's move on. Anyway, Gray, because we've got loads to talk about still. What's your um, news, Gray? Well, I thought this was interesting. I was reading that Gears 5 has... Uh, Next. They put in, they, I was they about put in... to do that, but I thought, stop it. Here's the, here's the cool thing. Pull sod off. Yeah. They decided I... to put in quitter penalties. So now that if you quit if you quit matches, they can ban you from the game. And somebody got banned for almost two years because they quit repeat, repeatedly yeah, but that's, uh, during mat- matches. It's, it must have competitive mode then. Well, it, it replies because if they bring it out now and say, oh, look, this is going to be a thing, then start it from today. But if they backdate it and then they're like, well, look, you did this thing wrong. No, 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 no. They're not backdating times. it. They're not backdating it. They started it just recently and it only that... applies to ranked matches. But the point is, is that this one guy got banned because he quit 19 times out of 24 uh, matches or something. And they said, you're banned for you know two years. But I'm now, like, how, wow. I can't years see years how that works time. because... You get these problems like on Rocket League. I could be in a ranked match with two other players that don't know me and I drop out and then I give them two a bad point system so they go down points. So you get a 10-minute ban, yeah? But I can't log back into the game for 10 minutes. So how is it that Gears 5 has managed to rack up? They must have backlogged all the people that have been quitting like for the last year and then said, right, we're going to put a quitter thing out and then it's added up, and then he's got that in one lump sum. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. How would you rack up that much time you wouldn't, in such a short amount of time? You wouldn't, because you, they've banned you on the first time. On the first time you've done it, say that's yeah. 10 minutes, yeah. you haven't been able to play to get the next penalty. Yeah. So well, that's why, if, you, this... if you've got 600 hours or something, 
then like yeah you're not going to get that in like a couple of months you're going to get that in a couple of years yeah no no this this guy apparently quit 18 of 21 escalation ma- escalate escalation matches i can talk that they played in 24 hour periods so he quit 18 times within yeah but what hours. i'm saying is so he quit um, the first spent... one did he get a ban then obviously not because he carried on to the second one and he quit that and he carried on to the third and he quit that and then they yep. hit him with the ban for all of them in one go I don't play Gears, Probably. so I don't know. If anyone in chat plays Gears of War and can can enlighten us on how their like, uh, quitting penalties are given out, let us know, because I can't see how you get the second penalty if you haven't already paid off the first penalty. I don't know. I played the game, but I don't quit, so I can't, I can't, I'm not a good judge of it. But they said that Coalition is being called out for being too harsh. So, so he's um, got a two-year ban from yep. 24 hours of play. I'd get on Steam and want my money back. Yep. For 24 hours, yeah. Why are you want your money back? Because I'm banned for two years. I ain't going to play it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I bought a game and they banned me for two years. That's like losing your driving license before you bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jade's saying it's a one-week max delay or ban or whatever you want to call it. But either way, 640 days, that's a joke, man. I'd go around their office. Oh, yeah. I know. It's way too long. It doesn't make... I mean... And I could even crawl just... there, and I'd still get there in time for my baton. <laughs> but yeah, um, right, so we move on from that then, because that, that is a bit yep. of a... Uh, getting banned for 640 days, you've got to be a right twat, haven't you, in the first place, really? Um, I, I don't even understand how that happened. Yeah. Don't know. That's like, a, that's like if one of us said something bad, and then you ban us for a year. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> Next, but um, <laughs> uh, right, let's get into some games, man. Because like we haven't got much of the game section to talk about this week because we've been so busy with EGX and that. But I do want to talk about a game that I'm highly, highly addicted to, and I got this game. I can't remember if I was giving it or to review or whatever, but I got it a very long time ago because it came out in December 2014. What's it now? 19. So. So I probably got it about a year ago, played it for about, I don't know, an hour, and didn't really give it enough time to get into it. And like Jansen's about to slate the game, it's, I'm going to get up on a big screen. Um, it's called Neo Scavenger. Now, I'm going to zoom it in a little bit so you can see a bit better. Uh, actually, I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the video going for people here. Let's watch out for the volume because it might come in. All right, everyone get comfortable because you're likely to fall asleep. Man, that's what I have to put up with. Oh, it's classic because it's not even doing the graphics. It's doing a real video of a real dude. <laughs> so this game is about basically <laughs> like... Wow, look at those graphics. Oh, That's ra- amazing. But it's like, why? Like for anyone listening... <laughs> oh, here we go. Out, so I can't even hear you guys, just so you know. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like the graphics of it have basically, instead of putting the graphics of the real game... They've done a video of real people like talking to each other like they're out in the wild. Now, I'm going to pause it on certain parts so that people can actually see what I'm talking about for the people viewing. But yeah, this game, Neo Scavenger, it's basically a sort of strategy game where you take turns. Now, I'm going to come straight out from it off the bat. It's got bad graphics. It's very, very old school graphics. It's played in a browser. So basically, when you load the game up, it loads up in a browser, and it's very, very complicated. It's relentlessly difficult 
and it it it's I'd put it on the same level as um, Dark Souls for killing you. It's like that. Now, what it is, you start the game and it just it, it's like almost like you read. So you'll read the story of the first page, and it's all in like eight bit graphics, and it will say like you've just woken up, you're in a cryo facility, um, you're basically in a pod. And the pod's broken and you've woken up not knowing where you are, what's going on. It's in the future and you're just all mash up. So you get out of your pod and then you select your character. So on that character screen, you can't even change a name. But you can change like, you've got boxes of um, like attributes that you can have. So you can have tough that makes you stronger. Jack, your face is doing me in. You're just constantly on a smirk. <laughs> Look, he can't help it, Gray. He's just smirking at me the whole time. He's putting me off. I'm not smirking at you. The problem is my audio is cutting out. No, I not you. Other, it's other him. Word. Jansen's just there with like a cheeky grin, like to say, "This game's crap." Now, this no, game, not, this ain't this ain't half the people's cup of tea. This is probably like ten percent people would play this game. And well, look, people that aren't seeing what this looks like, if you imagine the very first Command and Conquer, the way the graphics look on that of a like a top-down view but like a three-quarter angle top-down view with like really basic graphics but at least command and conquer things moved it was animated this is everything on this is static yeah so quality graphics and it doesn't move so ryu in the chat is like is it a turn-based strategy um rpg basically that's what it is no it's so... a turd-based strategy <laughs> you're a turd um so basically <laughs> this is the games that i love because I love to have to think about what I'm doing. And every move on this game makes you think. And it is relentless. So, yeah, you come out of the cryo chamber. And you read a little story about, like, there's things about him lurking in the distance. But everything on this game is all about stats. So it's all a stats-based game. So at the beginning, there's, like, 20 different things you can choose from to make your character up. Like, tough, um, agile, uh, mechanic. And they go on and on and on. And you get so many points to spend on these things. And, like, I, I went for uh, Medic. Because if you're a Medic, when you're out in the wild and you're picking up berries and stuff, it will tell you, like, um, like, or, or, uh, like plants. It will tell you what ones are edible, which ones are poisonous. If you don't select that with end points, you can get sick and die. Then, like, Mechanic, you can go up to cars and stuff. You can break bits off and you can do stuff with stuff because you're a Mechanic. So you pick all the bits you want. And then you basically get like a, a couple of pages of like 8-bit story and then you're out in the wilderness and it's all hexagons. So a bit like, do you remember that Panzer General or whatever it was? Like little hexagons, they've got some that's green, some have got like houses on, some have got spyglasses, some have got boxes and that means you can loot this area or look on the floor. And then it's all blacked out and as... <laughs> Jats man, you put me off dude. He's putting Z's all over the chat. <laughs> and... <laughs> And basically, you go around, and I don't know if it's going to show us the actual footage of, like, when you get onto the crafting screen and that. So, it's pretty much, you see a flat, you've got, like, all different flat screens. So, I'll walk around into the next square, and then I can scavenge. So, say it's like a building square, and there's a building there. I can scavenge that building, and it will come up. So Nick's lost it. Can we have Jance's review, please? <laughs> Man, this game. Like, I proper love this game. And it is really, really hard. And it's pretty much like, I'll get on faster. So you go out into the wild. 
and then you just find items like there's hundreds of items to find but everything it's a bit like one of them old story games so like if i get a broken piece of glass and i get like an animal i can put it into crafting screen and it will turn it into meat if i get like a rifle and i've got nowhere to store it i can make some get some string and some other bits i can make like a backpack for that rifle and stuff like that but the game has got so much detail in it it's not about graphics whatsoever it's about you finding out where you are and i've got as far in the game to where i get right across the map and you do die over and over and over again and when you die you can't save it it deletes your save game now one thing i wanted to talk to jansen about in this is because he thinks it's cheating which in this sense it is cheating i had to basically hack the game so what i did is i um found because it's done in a browser i found out where the game save is and I keep it on screen and I drag it out of that box and leave it on my desktop. And then I die and then I die again and then I try something else. Then I die again and I try something else. And I go through it and through it and through it and I keep loading up the game by dragging that file back in and doing it again and again. Now, I know it's not your cup of tea, Jan, so it might not be loads of people's cup of tea. But if you're a strategy guy that likes a fantasy and is the kind of person that wants to watch a game, take in everything... And keep trying different things to get further. That's why I love this game so much. Because it was like I kept dying. I found a new area. And then I go into that area. And it's all like turn based. So it'll be like do you want to. Like, say say I come into contact with another guy. And he's got a gun. It will go into a, a battle screen. And then I can be like advance forward close to him. And you can see the numbers counting down as I'm getting closer to him. Or I can run away. Or if he falls over I can kick him. But you're reading it all at the bottom of the screen. You're not seeing anything. You're just reading the stats of what's going on. It was a bit like Football Manager years ago when everybody waited for the game to play and then you got the writing, you know? Like, surely you played that, you two. Yeah, but at least Football Manager, it looked quite nice. So even nice. though... <laughs> it's, like, it's like what you're doing. You've got a book with pictures, but the pictures have been drawn by It's a, a bit like one of them fantasy books you had as a kid. With their feet. No, but you know, <laughs> you know the fantasy books you had where you had the scorecard at the back? Yeah. It's a bit like playing one of them. Imagine reading that book and playing through it, but then having more graphical pages on every single page. That's what this book is like. Yeah, but with one of those books, like when you get a page and it says you've come to a cave, do you go around the cave or do you go through the cave? The picture of the cave would be like a hand-painted, like really nice picture of a man standing in front of a cave yeah like they could do the same with this like the graphics are so bad that it's like they've they've put like 99 percent into the game and they put one percent into the graphics yeah but that's the thing it's this is what i'm trying to get the point across of as well but that's the whole point this game is not about graphics whatsoever this game is about fantasy it's not about graphics because there is no graphics it is the worst looking game I've ever seen. So it's like they haven't even like put any effort into it. Yeah, but I think you're wrong. I think you're judging a book by its cover. Because you've not taken any time to play this game. And there's so much gameplay in this. I've played this for 30 hours in the last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm not putting down the gameplay. Because like, for me, it's not my type of game. You know yeah. that, so I'd never play it. But I'm talking but from I... an, a strategy guy and yeah, the roleplay. But... Yeah, but for someone who likes a strategy game, they might play this and be like, actually, this is really good. But what I'm saying is that, like, you could put a little bit more effort into the way it looks. All right, so old school RuneScape. It's, 
It's really bad. Old school RuneScape. How many millions of people playing that right now? Yeah, but that's not as bad as this. Yeah, but that hasn't got the in-depth gameplay behind closed doors. So even though I can see my character just moving around squares on this, there's a lot. I would say the graphics on that are basic. I would say that this is bad. Because that that sketch section where you can pick stuff up and it shows the items that you've got, it looks like the items, each item has been drawn by a different person. There's no continuity in the way things look. No, I think it's all right. Are you kidding me? Look at that. I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, it's a very basic game. And again, like the screen I'm on right now, it shows you, the guy, it's just a basic man. And, like, you layer your T-shirts for the temperature. It's down to everything. Like, the sole of your shoe, you can take your shoe apart and you can break that down into components and then rebuild it into something else. Tablets, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, but I'm not talking about how in-depth the game is. I'm talking about, like, the aesthetic of it. It's Mystic Dude like said the, it looks like a school project. Yeah, exactly. It's like someone's cut bits out of different magazines and stuck them together like a collage. But I can imagine this is probably the game that is built by one person. He he made the game, yeah. he did the programming, he probably sung the theme tune. Like he, He's done everything on it, but he can't See, draw to save his life. But he, he knows how to do a bit of coding. So well, Yeah, this is a bit of coding in browser, basically. So the whole thing's played in the browser. But it's not it's not out there to be measured up against, like, full AAA games and nothing. This is, a, this, is, this is the games. Like, this is what I think is really funny is because these are the games that I love. Because they're games that you use your brain for more than just sit there and be like, oh, I'm just going to play my controller, where you don't think. This thing will get you thinking... And every single time you die, you're like, I just want to see what that next bit is. So, like, I travel all the way across the map to a special location. I won't give nothing away in case people do want to try it out. I go all the way across the map to this special location, and then there's new stuff there. And then it's like, man, I can't believe I've got here. It's taking me so long to get here that I feel like I've really achieved something in this game. But I can understand it looks crap to you lot, but you've got to remember... I want to think about it. I want to get my brain. I want to push my brain when I'm playing this game. And if you're that kind of person, like I would love someone in the community to play this game and then come back to me if you're a strategy person, because obviously you you guys ain't going to do it. But any strategy guy, go and play this game and basically then come to me and say, yeah, the game's crap. Or say, look, I played it for, for an hour. Once I understood it, it's not even about graphics anymore. It's about how good the gameplay is in this, and it's just giving you a little bit of visual to go with that. Yeah, but the visuals could be a little bit better. Yeah, maybe they could. I don't doubt that. Like you're, you're not far wrong with that. Um, I'm just trying. Can someone get the price of this game up? Because because I own it, I can't see the price. Um, and they're I can't probably see... giving it away. Oh, yeah. Well, this game, like here, how's this for you, Giants? This game's eleven pound forty, eleven pound thirty-nine, and. Um, that it's actually a very positive game on Steam, and that's uh, that came out in 2014, and that's with 2,649 people. So that tells me straight away that this game, if if you're the kind of guy like me that likes strategy, then this is a game that you would love. Yeah, it goes but a lot the, deeper the, than what meets the eye. But it's a little bit like card games. It's like yeah. I really don't get card games, but people love them. Like, they'll love playing a card game more than they'll play a video game. And yeah. that's because it's, like, horses for courses. 
So obviously this is this is what you love, and like I'm not putting the gameplay down, but I, I'm ripping it for how it looks. But for me personally, <laughs> I, I wouldn't play this game because I saw you playing it, and you're like, look, just watch me for five minutes playing it, and it's like you clicked a square, your guy moved to that square. You've met a dog. All right, well, what are you going to do with that dog? I'm going to beat that dog. All right, I beat the dog. Why you would beat the dog for? No, that's what you were doing. You were like, Fair I'm going to get that dog, and I'm going to eat it because I need food. Hit the dog. The dog, uh, the dog dodges your blow. Then hit the dog again. Dog dodges. Hit the dog again. Dog dodges. Hit the dog again. <laughs> you, you hit the dog. Dog is bleeding. All this has just come up as text. Yeah. Nothing on the screen is moving. It's just text. Yeah, because it's imagination, text. dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, let's leave it there because I think everyone's getting bored of it. But the thing yeah, is, the reviews bored before we started. Yeah, the, the reviews are quite good on it, man. It's like the people are saying there's a special place in my heart for collecting junk in games like this. Uh, how, how many? How many reviews are there? There's loads. Two thousand six hundred and fifty. There's yeah, two thousand seven hundred ninety-eight. They're very positive. But like everyone's like saying the same thing as me about it. They're saying uh, this game is amazing. I'm so happy I bought it. Constant fight for survival while trying to sustain yourself. Best game ever. So it's got good reviews, man. Next one. I've never really been on a terrifyingly or terribly hard, soul-crushing, confusing game. But Neo Scavenger is all those things, and I love it. And that's what I can't get that point across to people without you playing it. It's yeah, a game that's it's, it's like yeah, Dark but Souls, it, but in text. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, yeah, this it will appeal to a certain amount of people. And it's like, yeah, there's 2,000 people out there that liked it, but there's millions of people that are actually on Steam. Yeah. And it's the same, like, you're always going to get good reviews about anything. Like, there might be a place where you could go to and get kicked no, no, in the No, no, you've nuts. got to stop right there. And people are going to come out and be like, oh, yeah, but that's you're the saying... best kick in the nuts I ever got. Yeah, but you're, gonna, you're saying, oh, good review. There's always going to be good reviews. But this is overall... Highly positive overall, so that means majority. Yeah. Anyway, let's crack on. You don't like my game, sod you. Come in here, ruin my game for me. I'm going to play it all tonight now. <laughs> and I'm going to send you videos of it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, let's crack on anyway. Um, that's Neo Scavenger. If anyone does play it, please send me a message and let me know what you think. But give it some time, because it is hard. Um... Yeah, and like Ryu says, graphics don't make a good game, Jansen. You're so shallow. <laughs> Done. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, I agree. Graphics don't make a game. All right, let's let's. How's this, people? Game you've been playing this week, Jans? Nothing. There you go, then. <laughs> <laughs> right, Gray, skip him. Ben, what was can that? You, you just me? made a noise. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we I can hear you, he, dude. He's having technical issues. No, we're having a lot of technical issues. Can you hear me right now? Because I have no clue. What you you need to get a bit closer, I think. You're a bit quiet, mate. Okay, no. What happened was the Discord messed up, and I didn't hear you guys for the last probably 10 minutes. Go and say it. I mean, I heard bits and pieces of it. I know you want to say it, Jans. What? He turned off because of your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. or something like you didn't miss much. <laughs> No, right. I was I was watching. I could tell how bad the graphics were, but other than that, I'm only kidding. Oh man! Anyway, as long as you can hear me, I can. I can well, go he, on. yeah, he's seen the screenshots and he's thinking, "What the hell are these guys looking at?" Um, I thought you were just talking about a game. This ain't no game. Yeah. Um. Just before we get into Gray's game, uh, Man City just put a question in, so uh, it, it's related to games. And Jackson ain't got a game this week, so we might as well talk about it. 
Um, and he said, basically, can I ask a question? Have you guys played Divinity Original Sin 2? And if so, yes. what do you think about it? That game is wicked, man. Yep, a really good game. That Enjoy game it. takes you back to your old school sort of... For me, it's like an old school Zelda sort of game, you know? Walking around, asking people stuff, collecting hundreds of items, going on loads of missions. It, it's uh, like an... Can, can you get a video of this? Because the, I'm only asking because I've never heard of this game. Yeah, I'll get one up. Really? You've never heard great. of this? Take over about wow. what you think. I, I think it been the original Sim is great. I, I played the original game, and then when this one came out, I was really impressed with it. And the uh, the story is really great. It does bring you back. The graphics are wonderful. The story is very deep. Uh, the gameplay is 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 great. And uh, you can you, this, but when you follow the storyline and everything, you get so engrossed into it that you almost um, can't stop playing. It's uh, one of Jan- the games you play it, until like one o'clock. And... A new game then. No, hold on. I, yeah, I, two, I can great. Just stop for one second. Jance, mm-hmm. remember we was at the show, we was at Rezd, and my kids started playing a game where they're firing bow and arrows, and they're walking yeah. around. Yeah. So that was, there's two versions of the game, and that was the version that they was playing. So you're walking around talking to people, and it'd be like, oh, my sister's being kidnapped, and then you got to go and find yeah. her in, in the fantasy world. Yeah, Stuff yeah, like yeah I remember. Yeah. Now, to, to be fair, though, and I don't know if Man City knows this, but there's the original version and the definitive version. Yeah, the definitive version has a lot more voice acting in it, and a lot more character uh, characters talking back. And HD graphics in the in the first one, yes. And so, if you're going to play it, the definitive edition is actually the better one to play. This was a turn based game, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's turn. It's yeah. So basically, you run around with your mouse. So it's a click, click, click game, and you run around everywhere. But then, as soon as you hit battle, it turns turn based. And yeah, and you've basically got hundreds of spells, and you've got weapons and there's just so many items in this game. You never see the same thing twice. And it, it's like, again, it, it's a bit like Neo Scavenger, but with amazing graphics. <laughs> it's an interesting way to put it. I can't think, like, you can't put both of those in the same sentence. You can. Yeah, yeah, it's a little... you got to remember, can. I live in the Nick world. It's my world's different to yours. Apparently. <laughs> like, I play Neo Scavenger, and I'm, I'm just there thinking, yeah, this game's well good. I'm really enjoying the storyline. But then I play something like, I don't know, uh, like a AAA game like Far Cry 5. I'm like, I'm not enjoying the storyline. <laughs> but, you oh, know, to be fair, so like, that happens a lot where you've got, like, a £2 game and you're like, do you know, what? I've got well into this. Then you play a £50 game and you're like, I'm bored of this. Yeah. Remember that game that we played at a show where it's the Giants and then you're a guy running around yeah, 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 yeah. and you've got to take down the Giants. And then we played that. And then we were like, okay, I've taken this giant down. What do we do next? He's I like, hated that game. Take, take the next one down. And we're like, well, what do you do after that? He's like, no, you just keep taking down the giants. And we're like, well, so what's the game about? Well, you just go around taking the giants down. And, and then you like, can unlock right. some chain mail. <laughs> yeah, and then so you're upgrading like your armor and your weapons and stuff. But it's the same thing over and over. And we were like, how much is this game then? He's like, 40 quid. And I was like, yeah, I'll pay yeah. a fiver for it. Because I'm doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, not a negotiation. Like, how, how many maps are there? Uh, there's only one map. You're in the village. Well, I can't go out of the village. No, this is surrounded by a wall. So basically, that game was worse village. than Neo Scavenger. Yeah, that's bad. It, it looked better. But, but yeah, um, Man City's got a specific better. question. <laughs> Nick, did you find it difficult? I'm at the Fort Joy, and I met a dragon, and all the characters just died. Is that the dragon that's on there now? It's like a grey dragon, and it's laying down. 
because um, there's a few right, dragons through dragon. that game. What? A great game of dragon, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> um, but that game's like you've got areas like you spend like twenty hours in one area, and then something well, happens, you move to a new area, and then you start all there. Let me say something to Man City though. You have to save your game frequently. Yeah, or you do what I do, and you save the game every five minutes. Yeah, and then what happens is you build up about fifty save games. So then, like a twat, you press delete, 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 and you get all the way to the top of the list, delete all your games, and then realize, and the game crashes, and then you're like, oh shit, load it back up. I'm like, I've just deleted all my games and nothing saved, and I lost about. I lost about 25 hours of gaming. I'd start again. Yeah, but I did the same thing. I, I would put a lot of saves, but I would go back and I knew where the I knew how they did the the, uh, the, the saves and what order they came in. So I carefully deleted maybe 20 or 30 and then went back and, and continued the game. But if you don't save a lot, Man City, you're screwed because a lot yeah. of things like that will happen where you can die in the game and you're just like, oh, yeah. you've got to save a lot. But it's the, but the thing is, I don't. But it's think, a blast. I don't think that's cheating in a game like that because it's almost no, like. It's so many variations of what can happen that you save it. One guy does a, a magic spell, kills everyone, and then you play it again the next go, and basically it will be totally different. And then you're like, "Oh, I got through that situation." But the game gradually gets harder and harder and harder to the point where you don't really know what to do, and you might even have to go on Google and type in like, "What do I do next? I'm stuck here." And it's like, "Oh, go," because there's one bit where you have to get a secret cave, and I'm like, "Oh, never would have thought of that ever." Or You've got an, uh, a rare item which is on you for a reason, and then you go and put it somewhere. You drop it in the world somewhere, and then it stays in that crate, and then you ain't got it no more to do the rest of the mission. So, it it is a game where you have to you have to really follow what you're doing um, and be into and, the storyline. But it's a good game. And don't man. feel, by the way, don't feel bad that you have to go on uh, YouTube to check a couple of things out because I've done it. It's worth it. And some people have discovered some things. Like there's a part of the game, not really giving much away, but that involves a cat and if you hold on to the cat through a good portion of the game you'll get something i'm not gonna tell you what it is the problem is is that as you go through the story the cat could get killed if the cat gets killed then forget it that you're not going to get this and you got nine lives so but people figured out how to actually take the cat and imprison him not imprison him but but put things around him so that he can't get out and he stays there the whole game oh really the whole game yeah and then you come back when you're ready for him and then you get the cat, and you get the and you get the special thing. I've played twenty two point six hours in that game. And yeah, I don't remember how many probably... I played, but it's a lot. It's been a lot. I'll probably it's, start it's, it a, again. it's a lot of fun. I've never complete. I haven't completed it yet. I played a lot. It's a long game. You put a lot like looking at that game. I like the look of it, but I don't like turn based. So the fact that it turns to turn based when you get into battle that would annoy me after a while. Uh, I think it's it's fine. It, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, it, it really is good. Moving on swiftly, uh, Mystic Dude just put in the chat. Next week's podcast is Halloween. Are we going to be dressing up for it? Double dare us. Are you two up for that? I've got an outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we I'll, saw your I'll, outfit. I'll be up for it. Um, oh, the only yeah, thing is, know. it might it might mess up our microphones. I'm going to go as myself. Well, the thing is, like, my costume involves a mask, like a full face mask. Yeah, so does mine. And that means when you guys talk on the microphone, I'll be saying everything because you'll be like. Mm, 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 but we could we could just dress up for the first intro and then be like, "Halloween, Halloween," 
or Happy Halloween. No, I don't know. Yeah, and, your, and then just pull your mask off, and then you're fine. Yeah, and then everyone will be like, "Look, Nick's still got his mask on," and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah. very original. I get that every year." Why don't you just use a Twitch mask and put it on your face? We do What's the whole Twitch show mask? with Twitch, ma- Twitch masks on. Do that well, with Nick. He'll come down like dressed as a, a killer clown or something. Then he'll take the mask off, and everyone'll be like. Wow, he's got a Frank Sidebottom mask underneath. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, let's move on. Gray. See. Okay, so I've been playing Battle Chasers Night War, which is talking about a type of uh, RPG game. It's a kind of it's an RPG dungeon crawler, I guess. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Battle Chasers is, Night War is patterned off the comic book Battle Chasers that came out years ago from uh, Image Comics, which I, I read, actually. It's a great series. And the guy that created the characters and did all the artwork and stuff was involved in the game. So he helped create the game. And, and it's basically like bringing uh, your, the comic book characters to life. And the graphics are beautiful. The colors are wonderful. Uh, the depth of the game is great. Um, you, you crawl around in the different dungeons. I've never seen dungeons look that good really? uh, before. In any, any, yeah, in any kind of dungeon crawler, it looks so good. You just want to explore more, go into different rooms. And there's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of stuff to find. There's a lot of secret rooms that won't open up unless you've solved some of the puzzles. Uh, so you can actually go into a, a dungeon and actually miss a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, right. So you'll have to follow, just follow it up along. So you can see it. It's a game that you you would like a lot, Nick, I'm, I, I believe too. I played the whole game all the way through and it's a blast. It's probably about 30 or 40 hour campaign depending but on how But is it static you and it. you've got to do lots of decisions and make up the story yeah. in your head? You have to you have to basically you talk to different characters. You got the upgrade tree is not easy at all. Uh, I will say one thing: you're traveling around with three characters, but there's like six characters in the game. But if you try to pick a new character after you've already been using your main three, he will not be leveled up, and you'll have to level him up during that that game, and that is very difficult. Yeah. So my advice is. Uh, Pick your three that you like and stick with those three. It's quite funny because someone just put some bad language in the chat and got uh, deleted. And then I realized it's actually it's Jansen. Jansen. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> Good job, Jansen. What did you put in there? I put, it's a grey hoe. It's a grey hoe. Nick, I don't know if you... But how comes I, I put in there saying grey is a hoe and it was all right? But I think because both you and Ancap put an exclamation mark at the end and I didn't. So you got you got done. Yeah, I've got timed out for five minutes. Good, you need to be timed oh, out. Man, time good, we can't out. hear you. Hey, Nick, do you have the, the link that I gave you? Because that's the actual gameplay. I don't know if you can put it up or not. I, I put it in the so notes. So this but, video uh, that's playing is like uh, like anime. Is that what the game is like? No, it's not really anime. The anime is a different type of animation. Yes, in, in a lot of ways, the, the gameplay would look similar to what you just saw. Uh, it looks like the quite a nice little game. game. It is. It's a lot of it fun. It reminds I me very much of Overwatch, but in a different style. It's not as fast as Overwatch. It's not no, but I mean, it's not the same kind of game as Overwatch, but it's the same kind of, like, okay. uh, yeah. the way it okay. looks. I could... Yeah, like the aesthetic yeah, what you're saying. Is, is the same. Is it turn-based, did you say? Yes, what it, but it's a little different. As you're traveling around and you go into a battle, then it turns to turn to turn-based, but it's... A bit it's like Final Fantasy, it's the so, older it, ones. The animation is so much better, and it's so much... It, it's like bringing... Like, you're looking at some of it now, right? That little yeah, bit. a bit like Pokemon. It's... it's, it's Okay, maybe a little bit like that, but the graphics are better. But it's really fun. I mean, and some of the power-ups you got in it and some of the, the talents you got is a lot of fun. And the game can get quite difficult at times, uh, but it, it is, it's a blast. I'm hoping they do a sequel. I, I 
hear they're working on it, but I don't know. So you've played all the way through this game and completed it? All the way through, yep. Oh, man. Yep. It was it was great. I put a bunch of hours in it and really liked it. It's not a super long game like a, like Divinity Original Sin 2, but it It, but it just reminds it me of Pokemon with like a more older sort of theme. 25 yeah, but it's quid, just, though. It, I think it's so much richer looking. Than, that's not a bad price. It really isn't for this Really? Game. Yeah. I'd say, it's like, good. graphically it looks nice, but gameplay it looks a bit repetitive. Yeah, but you get bored mm-hmm. easily, though. I'd like that. Yeah, you, I like repetitive games. Like, yeah, as it's long as I'm nip- gaining more as I go. Oh, Man, you don't you go back don't. to them days of the barcode battler? Barcode battler. With the barcode battler, I was, like, trying to rip off barcodes from like baked bean tins and yeah that's what everyone did boxes. and then they yeah, found but... that one code that made the, the million pound yeah but the thing is it's like i never played the game because i was just trying to find barcodes that worked see that just shows <laughs> how much of a mess up you really are so you had a barcode battler to fight and you could design these little characters and then scan a barcode it'd be like this is such and such and he's got 50 points you scan your other barcode this is such and such he's got 200 points so the barcodes are finding bigger points Everyone battled them with the barcode battler, not you. You just scanned them to see what numbers you could get. Yeah. <laughs> Should have just gone Tesco's. Yeah, ripping the labels off <clears throat> everything. But um, I think we should move on a little bit because um, we're running yep. very, very long into this podcast uh, and we've got a lot of questions to get through yet. So I reckon we should start cracking on with the questions if it's cool with you lot. Yep. Go for cool. it. Yeah. So, right, we'll do the questions same as normal. Um, I'll read out the question and then we'll talk about the answers uh, briefly. And you guys, if anyone's got any more questions, whack them in the chat or get involved as normal. Um, right, so um, the first question that came up, now this wasn't more so of a question, it was more of a topic. And there was a few people in chat all chatting about it at the same time. So uh, Ants in Your Pants, uh, Little Miss LaRock um, and a few others as well um, came up with this and it sort of got put in from that. And it says... Not really a question, but possibly a topic for the news section. Um, Can we chat about being able to sell your digital games and how that could possibly work? Now, there is a company that was coming out to do that, but I don't remember ever seeing it actually come into light. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Yeah, I kept hearing about it, reading about it. It was like a Steam-style website that was going to be able to let you sell your games on when you were done with them. Yeah, digitally sell them on. Yeah, it was quite a big deal, wasn't it? And then it kind of just disappeared. Never heard about it. And the whole reason why they were saying it would work this time around, because that's been done in the past, just like when you take your game back to like um, CEX or game and you get a refund for it, you sell it on. The problem there was that the developers never made no money on it, so it was never good for them. But this company came up with a whole business plan of, if you buy the game brand new, yeah, you pay £50 for the game as a AAA. But then if you want to sell that game in a week because you complete it, you sell that game for, say, £25. But the differences, which was a major difference, which allows this whole plan to work, would be that the developer would get a percentage of the second-hand game. So £50, the developer might get uh, 50%. Second-hand game, they'll get 25% of that resale. So they're still getting money from the resale value. You're getting a bit of money for the resale value. Because for us, we just want to take 10 games in and get one new game back, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so... it's, just, it's just getting rid of games that you're not going to play anymore. Yeah. And that money towards something that you do want to play. But like, if that happened right now, I could sell like... I've got 400 games in my Steam library. I could sell two, like four, 350 of them 
and buy a load of new games, and I wouldn't even care because I'm never going to play them games ever again. But they've yeah, got a value. I want to yeah. do that too. Because they right? could do it like Music Magpie, where there's just a set price on it. Like, yeah. you you scan your DVD. You've got like Avengers on DVD. You bought it for twenty quid on Blu-ray, and then you scan it today. It's they're going to give you two pound fifty for it. Yeah. But if you're never going to watch it again, you think, well, rather than it collecting dust. I'll, I'll let them have it. I've got £2.50. But those £2.50s all add up when you've got quite a big library. Yeah, but like I said, goes... it's the developer that's missing out at that because yeah. you resell it and it's the developer that's like, man, he just sold it for £2.50. I got nothing of that. Yeah, but then at the end of the day, that's how it is in the world. Yeah. Like, I, I buy a car today. I sell it tomorrow. The person I bought the car from doesn't get any of that money. Mm. But I had heard though. I heard this whole thing was blowing up into a legal battle because they said that if this if this works, then everybody that has games can sell them, no matter what platform or where you or where you bought it. Hmm. So that it's you know that we're a long way from from a court case but happening like, like that. Mystic dude just said in chat, it's basically the same thing as we were talking about earlier. Big companies stopped it because they're saying you don't own that game to actually sell. It's on your computer. You're like renting it. Yeah, that's that's the thing of digital copies. You yeah. go to the shop, you buy a disc, you own that disc. But it's like you can do what you want with it to an extent after <clears> you leave the shop. So you can sell it to like Gary down the road yeah. or whatever you want. But, but then this... yeah, with the digital copies, it, it's not the same. Like this... ownership is not the same. It, it was definitely something trying, that they were saying this, recently though. to do though that they was going to try and set up. But it must have got crushed by the bigger companies then. Yeah. They, they could still do it through Steam. Steam could do it in a way that, like, you've got a Steam marketplace and you buy a game for 50 quid, you play it, and when you're done with it, you put it on the marketplace and you um, you could put it on there for whatever price you want. So you put it on there for 20 quid. But when you sell it, because it's all done through Steam, Steam will take, say, 20% off the sale and keep it for themselves. But they yeah. will keep 10% for themselves and they'll give 10% to the developer. So then the developers will think, well, that's all right then, because we're still getting a bit of money every yeah. time this game gets traded, because then who you sell it to, they might then sell it on later on. So this game gets sold 20 times, but yeah. those 20 people that bought it may not buy it full price because it's a little bit older now. So then the developer's still making money on the resale. But because it's all within Steam, like it can be controlled. Yeah, it's about it'd be great knowing where it. they're going, where the keys are actually going, and, and who's got them. Because it's but still if, the same if, thing. You're digitally owning nothing, but you're yeah. playing the game, you're renting it, but you're passing it. Rather than me send it to you for nothing, and you use it on my Steam library, they get that two pound fifty out of it, which pound yeah. goes to Steam, pound goes to the developer, and they yeah. can keep using it. So it's. I think there is there is a basis for doing it. Even if it was a certain, like you opened up a new website and it was called, uh, say, Game Seconds, and basically developers would have to sign up to that site. So it doesn't happen for every game, but if you sign up to that, you allow yourself to be in that group of people where your game can be resold. And say, like, uh, Call of Duty or someone like that, AAA signs up, they know the terms and conditions at the beginning, they can do it or don't do it, so it would work. But it would only yeah. be in within that environment. Like, say it was Steam, it would only be inside of Steam. It wouldn't yeah. be everywhere. Yeah, but, so like... you can put your key on eBay. Yeah. But then at the same time, it could be that um, 
like when when you've uh, got a game in your Steam account, you can click the sell button and then it generates a key. And once that key is used anywhere in the world, it then removes the game from your library. Yeah. But then if it's done that way, they have no control over the money because then you've sold it. I could sell it to you for cash and I'll be like, here's the key. You give me 20 quid. But then it's only me that gets the money from that. Yeah. But it's a good idea. Like there must be, there's probably a lot more reasons why it doesn't happen, but we'll see what happens. And hopefully like at some point I can sell my Steam library uh, with every game on it and walk away with some cash. Because my Steam library's got to be worth like four or five grand or more. Yeah, and the thing is as well, it's like like you're saying, there's there's a, a there's a value to what you have in your library, and you're not buying games right now because you don't have the money to spend, but you've got potential money sitting in your library. Yeah. So really, you could sell all those games that you don't play and make forty quid. Yeah, you but use like that forty quid to go and buy Call of Duty. So the developers make more money on it by saying well you can sell my game when you're done with it because you'll probably use that money to buy my next game yeah but the thing is like mystic dude saying in chat the devs could earn royalties from resales that's the business plan that was already planned out about a year ago and a company a website was about to take off and it never really took off i don't know why and it was basically designed so that when you sell that you buy the game first off and a lot of people like well no one's going to buy the game day one if you get a game like Borderlands 3, of course people are going to buy it day one at £50, £60, pounds, and they pay the premium to have it early, and then what happens is they sell it a week later, you can either buy it brand new, or you've got the option to buy it second hand, but, but it's a balance, so they will then be like, yeah, well it's a week later, so it's not brand new, but it's still brand new, like in, in the, the time scales of a year, so yeah, that game is still going to be, if you buy it second hand, it's £50, pounds. if you buy it brand new, it's £60, pounds. And then it goes on a month. And after they get the more sales, right, if you buy it second hand now, it's only £30. Because they're balancing how many sales they get brand new and how many second hand sales they get. But the thing is, as long as the percentages are worked out for the dev, for Steam, for you, it could be a winner because everyone could get their right percentage, which they deserve from it. And yeah. it'll just keep getting moved on and moved on and moved on and moved on. You know? Because for us, we're just seeing it as like, we just want to be able to sell our games because we don't want them anymore. But everyone else is looking at it at a money aspect. Yeah. So like all the devs, Steam, whoever, they're all looking at it as, are we going to make money or are we going to lose money? If we make money, we'll go for it. If we're going to lose money, we're not going to do it. Yeah. But because like... money comes first and we come second. Yeah. Always that way. Right. But yeah, I think it's something that they were talking about. We just have to see to see what happens. Um, but yeah, hope that answered your question, everybody. It was a good chat. Um, where are you guys tonight? They're not in chat. But um... <laughs> uh, you just seen what Mystic Dude put in. What about Neo Scavenger? Restyle value of Neo Scavenger: half a bag of crisp and four purple M and M's. So at least he knows it's got some value. <laughs> if little it be right let's move yeah. on to the next question and uh, this came in from Free Foot Ninja 11909 um, and basically he says I have a question for your show do you game when you're on vacation or holiday for us um, would you stay at the new Osaka Gamers Hotel now for me 
when I go away with the family, the kids and the missus, I dare take a computer or even pull out a computer or even talk on Discord and my missus is going to cut private areas away. So for me, <laughs> it's a big no-no. When I'm on holiday, I'm on holiday to be away with a family so I never would get that chance. Um, unless it's a gaming thing, like a venue, me and Jansen are away and we're at a gaming convention, then yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. And the, the hotel... I haven't seen the hotel, but I believe you have, Jance. Uh, yeah. So, basically, before we get on the hotel, um, with the, like, playing games on holiday, I have done that before. So, it depends is on what kind of single? holiday. Is that why single? Well, no. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, it, it depends on what kind of holiday I'm going to go on. So, I've been on holiday to the Seychelles, and I'm not really into beach holidays. So when I packed my suitcase, PlayStation. <laughs> I, I had my PlayStation 3 at the time. So I put my PS3 in my suitcase. And remember how big a PS3 was. So it basically took up half my suitcase. Dude, so I, I don't care. You grief Neo Scavenger ever, ever again. Like, you griefing me playing that game. You've gone to the Seychelles and you sat in and played PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> Sacked, mate. Because, but the thing is, it's like I knew I was going to get bored. So I took my PlayStation with me. I sacrificed half my suitcase to take my PlayStation and all my games. And then when I got there, like, yeah, I went out and did stuff, went to the beach, like, went to restaurants, did that. But then after a while, I was like, well, now I'm bored. So now I want to play Need for Speed. So I put the PlayStation on and played that. But then I've been on holiday to uh, Cornwall, and our hotel in Cornwall had a Nintendo Wii in it. So I was like, yeah, crack out the Nintendo Wii. And your missus didn't bit. get the with you? Well, no, she was playing with me. Really? Because, well, because it's the what, Wii. she was playing with you while you was playing the Wii? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because, because it's the Wii, we had, like, Wii Sports, so we were playing things like the So pool. you went in there and you played Wii Sports? Wii Sports, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's like... You, I, you I, Going. Well, we know it's crazy about the hotel. I'm looking at it online. It's it's almost like when you go to hotels that have gyms, and you're always. Yeah, you got a link. Out, put a so link you, in the so chat. You have to go to. All right, I'll put it. I'll put it. It's an article that I was looking at, but it's pretty crazy. They have a, they have a whole bunch of these machines, and you just go in there, and they have monitors above their heads so that people can look through the glass and watch them play their game without having to be in the room. See, because so I, I think like, the, so. The it's a original... bit like dogging for games. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like it's like a gym, and people that can't get enough of gym, they gotta have to, gotta go to the gym every day, every second, every minute. So they yeah. put gym, gyms and hotels, same thing. Now they're yeah, going but, here to play the game. But the thing is, right, like, if you go to an actual gaming hotel, it's not just like it's a hotel with a room with computers in it. Right. Cause it's the like theme. literally yeah. the whole hotel is for gaming. So your room will have like a pc or a playstation or xbox in it then it's like you go to a lounge area and it'll be a massive LAN party then you go to another room and it'll be arcade machines you go somewhere else and it'll be like board games so it's like the whole hotel yeah. is just themed around gaming like even the restaurant it will have like a super mario burger 
and things like that. So everything is themed <laughs> for gaming. Super Mario. Check it right there. See that picture Nick you got there now? Check this out. With the monitors above them so you can see. Yeah, but what I thought that, that's quite good. So anyone that's on there listening, you've just got a room and basically it's like being in a bit of a casino and you've got people with gaming booths everywhere and then they've got TVs above their heads so you can watch what they're playing. Right. But then if you go that doesn't excite me because I could do that anywhere. But that, I do right. think it's a good idea on the next picture. You've got a hotel room, and it's super futuristic. And it's all like black and white stripes on the floor walls and everything. So it's like being inside some kind of crazy fantasy world. But then you've got like the two futuristic beds. But then in front of the beds, you've got two gaming setups with gaming chairs, headphones, the lot. <laughs> so basically, whilst you're in your hotel, you can stream and do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, it does I look mean, pretty it, good. It, it, it is cool, but if I'm going on vacation, I, I am not gaming. I'm, go, I'm going on vacation yeah. to do a bunch of stuff I wouldn't normally do, let's say, but I'm not doing that. Yeah, but that. the thing is, I find it hard to game when I'm at home because I've got so much work to do that when I go on holiday, like, I'm going to relax. And, like, playing games for me is quite relaxing. the whole vacation, right. That's so, why you're... Like, yeah, see, <laughs> I say that to my missus, but she don't understand. I always say, when I'm playing a game, I, I, that's my relaxing time. That's how I relax. I switch off. Like the new right. scavenger, I sit there right. and I'm thinking about it, but that's my chill zone, you know? But it is quite different from the fact that you have a family, I have a family, Jansen's single, so... He may be if he's single, single, he makes... He's yeah, pathetic. but he makes a point. If, he, if he's single <laughs> and he wants to really Jeez. play... Yeah, right. If, he, if he's single and he wants to play that many games without being bothered, it's perfect for him. Man, I wish I could bring his ex-girlfriend in here and I could just be like, yeah, so, so why is Jansen now single? And she'd be like... Because that twat brings his PlayStation free on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man. Right, but, let's move on. Uh, that hotel is, does was, look pretty crazy. I was going to say, that hotel, I don't think that's the original gaming hotel. I think the first one that came out was in Seoul in Korea. And that was the first like um, gaming-exclusive hotel. I think this that is just a sense. new one. Yeah. yeah, Korea, it would make sense. That's where all the, the PC bang places came up and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. move on. Move on to the next question, um, and and then uh, Funky Arif just put a uh, question in chat as well. So we get through these two. Uh, Ryu one hundred and one, and basically he says, "How out of touch are Bethesda with the gaming community?" Um, <laughs> and I think this is due to I don't know if you lot have seen in the news today or it was yesterday that you know how they they firstly they messed up the game for everyone, didn't they? Then they started yep. knocking everybody off with like plastic bags when they were meant to be duffel bags. They literally, Bethesda have let down their community to the max. And then what have they gone and done now? They've set it up. People were all saying, we want to have private servers so we can, like, me, Gray, and Jansen can play, like, on a private server in an open world of Fallout together, yeah? Without being harassed by other people and stuff like that. So what do they do? They bring that feature. You can have your own server. At the small monthly sub of $12 a month or or 99 a year I think it is and you can have your own servers and you can get like coins every month but it's just I can't believe how bad they've made it they messed the whole of Fallout 76 up big style they couldn't have done a worse job I could have done a better job you know they've upset everyone Fallout was my favorite game of all time now I won't ever go back to it again because they pissed me off that much with it and just to be bringing out subs like that, you can go on Uplay and pay, what is it, £6 a month? And you can have access to hundreds of games. And, and they're giving you a sub to play 
to play Fallout 76 with a private server. Yeah, yeah really when you when you think about any of these like game subs, like um like the Microsoft one, you play, like they're they're all round about like five to ten pound a month, but then it gives you access to hundreds of games that you can play unlimited. Yeah, and even, new games too. It, oh, even I... PlayStation are doing it now, where you can play PlayStation games on your PC for like ten pound a month. You've got access to the whole PlayStation library, like. But that's why it's stupid that, like, yeah, they've they've messed up, they've done something bad, but then rather than thinking, well, look, we'll try and make up for it by giving you some extra stuff, they're like, well, look, we're going to give yeah, you extra not, stuff, though, but we're going to charge you for it as well. Yeah. yeah. What they really should have done to sit there, if they want to even make amends to the community, they should have offered the service, like, for free for two, exactly. months, two three months. But what else they've done is they made the game, so people were playing the game for hundreds and hundreds of hours because they love Fallout, they brought this multiplayer situation together, and then what do they do? They turn around and make it so you can pay with caps, like real money. You can buy care packages, so your character never dies. So basically, it's like a health top-up. You just paid 10 quid or whatever it is, I don't know, and then they give you all these coins in-game, and then as you're getting murdered by some other player, you just keep pressing the button to top it up so you don't die. You just keep killing that player. That player's Absolutely. legit been playing the game for ages, and you're just paying to beat them. Yeah, that just so pisses to, me off. Pay to play again, pay to win. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Man, that's not gonna last. That's not gonna last. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. They pissed yeah. me off that much. Right. I don't even want to waste my breath on Fallout anymore. It's, it's they... literally, <laughs> it literally from the day that game came out till today, it's all been wrong. They've ruined it. Yeah. Sacked. Right. Next. 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 Right. We're not talking about Bethesda anymore. All oh, right. Everything seems to be flashing. I think Gray's getting some issues. His end. I'm getting issues my end. Um, one last question, and that is from uh, Funky Yari, or Funky Arif, it's meant to be. Where's your name, Arif? Or is it just Ari? It's close enough. Funky <laughs> Ari, geezer. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, do you think the Intel XE multi-GPU support will be any good compared to NVIDIA and AMD? Do any of you guys know about what I'm even talking about or not? Uh, I have I seen pictures it. of this like uh, Intel GPU, yeah, and it, it looks like a blower card. Yeah, um, doesn't look like anything like too fancy, but I don't know too much about it. I don't but... know much about it, but I know a lot of people are saying in this day and age you only need one card. So why are they doing multi-support? Yeah, but isn't it something to do with like how it works with the processor? Like your CPU and the GPU works in sync in some way, and then where you get the multi-GPUs, it I don't it's know, like a booster or something. Yeah, I don't know. We can only speculate, but. Yeah, I don't know if if they're bringing out something like this, surely they would have done their decent research on it. Because if you're going up with graphic cards against Nvidia, you've got to bring something good, or they fill in the gap between AMD and Nvidia. You just don't know. Yeah, or uh, maybe that's their selling point where you're getting like issues with Nvidia and AMD when you're doing like SLI and Crossfire. Like you, you've got like um, certain issues with it, but maybe. Uh, Intel are going to come in and fix those issues, so they're going to say, "Look, if you're going to go multi-card, you're better off coming with us because we do it a lot better than well, like they a, do." Like a unique selling point, like, "Oh, we can yeah. do multi-support, and it's going to work with a processor better." Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to buy one card, you're probably better off going Nvidia. But if you're thinking of putting like two, three, or four cards in there, you're probably better getting the the Intel. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I, I really. 
at this point, there's not enough info out on it, and we don't even know yeah. if it's going to happen. If we've seen this before when they've come up with stuff like this, and it never and it never comes to light, so I'm not very sure. But we just have to see what happens. I think this is one we just need to sit back and see what happens with it, and then bring it up yeah. in the future. Yeah, because for us, it's way too early because yeah. it's nothing we're going to use or even look at using anytime soon because it's yeah. got to be something that's coming out retail for us to even think about buying it. Yeah. And then that's probably about the time that we'll be kind of reviewing them and comparing yeah. them. The only thing that I've been hearing is that, that uh, they're very serious about putting it out, um, but it's going to be difficult. I can't see... Like you said, I can't. I can't see it coming out anytime soon or working that well right away. But yeah, they're but they're just, serious about it. They want to do it. Yeah, we just have to see what happens. And with mm. that, boys, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And man, I can't believe we've done a three-hour podcast today, and yeah. we didn't even have a lot of games to talk about. It's crazy. Yeah, hey, I just realized it too. Time flies. Bunch of chatterboxes. <laughs> but um, yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast, everyone. I uh, really appreciate everybody coming in getting involved in the chat. Look, it was that intriguing Jade stayed all the way to the end or she doesn't have work tomorrow, we don't know. But That's apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Put your questions into the Discord for next week and we'll get onto them questions or games or whatever you want. Apart from that, thanks a lot, people. It's been really good for us. Um, check it out on the podcast going out live. It will go out live tonight at 12 o'clock. And apart from that, I will see you all later. Cheers, boys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. My mods and their credits never work. Bye.